You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's Bowl After Bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. You're smoking marijuana? Ah! Spark one up. We spark one up. Smoking a bowl, sir. Rock on. Smoke on. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean. That's right, it's 100! Whoa! What is up, everybody? Triple digits. We made it. We've arrived. It is August 24th, 2021. And you are listening to episode 100 of Bowl After Bowl. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. Welcome to the bowl. Hello, friends old and new. Couldn't have done it without you. So appreciate you being here. Whether you're listening live on the Bowl After Bowl stream, whether you're streaming it live from the uh, No Agenda stream, or whether you're listening to this days, weeks, months, or years from now on your favorite podcasting app. It's really great. It's great to be just one little piece of what this bowl after bowl thing has become. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Fletcher is currently listening months from now in the bowl. (laughs) If you want to join him in a time loop uh, paradox, you can go to bowlafterbowl.com. Click on Listen Live. There's some links there. One of those links is to what we call the bowl. It's the IRC chat room. I'd like to piggyback on the zero node.net IRC universe, the same uh, place you can find all your fun, no agenda shows. Things like uh, Rare Encounter, Abs in a Six Pack, The Green Room, Hog Story, uh, The Green Room, of course, from Behind the Schemes. All kinds of stuff. Medus is in there. The Sewer Chat with Nick the Rat. Boy, we got all sorts of stuff. And of course, no agenda. The best podcast in the universe. All of that is on zeronode.net. You can join us there for a great time. Troll along. Joining us, of course, still is uh, Little Wolf Cub John. He's in the bowl as well. There he is. He was uh, getting his little nap in until he heard the intro music and then he leapt to life. Of course. Because that's, you know, that's what the wolf cub does. He's a professional podcaster. No doubt. No doubt. Ready for every show. John, thank you. Great job. Well, well, well. What a week it has been. It was a crazy one. One for the books. Oh. Need a little beer. A little beer, a little cheap-ass hams going down. Can of hams. Can of hams. America's classic premium beer. I, too, have a can of hams. Hams is a perfect drink for in front of the curtain. When you know you're not just, you're not trying to front or nothing. Just trying to have a cold one. Let the milk flow, F, (laughs) out. Well, as I'm sure you are all very well aware, bowl after bowl is what we call... Value for Value podcast, and we really love to thank 
all the people that support us, our producers, our bowlers, right up front at the beginning of the show, because, you know, you get too far behind the curtain, you might fuck around and forget. And that's not what we're about. We want to remember everybody, and boy, do we have some generous and gracious support today. So uh, before I get into the support, we always uh, want to remind people the first rule of smoking. First rule of being a smoker is it's bad manners to keep bumming all the damn time. So all we ask is, you know, we put this out for free. No paywalls, no nothing. It's uh, on an RSS feed. You can grab it in any uh, podcasting app that you choose. And all that we ask is that you send a little value back. Now that can come via the PayPal. You can click on the donate button at bullafterbull.com, uh, which many of you did tonight. You can also grab a value app from newpodcastapps.com. Got a couple updates about that later on in the show. And you can stream us Satoshis, little pieces of Bitcoin, per minute. So some of you are really into that, and we thank you for that. Um, let's not dick around. Let's just get right to our list of peeps. All cash, baby. Because um, we got a lot of notes. We got them all pulled up here. And uh, from the top to the bottom, bottom to the top, uh, here they are in order of donor, uh, donor level. Starting the thing off with $100 for the 100 episode, Circus Woo! Media. Hey, Circus Media. Circus Media. Well, and I'm going to be scrolling up and down chasing notes here, so bear with me. All right. Because I got so many notes, so many notes. All the notes. It's a wonderful problem to have. Let me see where yours happens to be. Mr. Circus Media. I know you're in here. All right. Circus Media here, congratulations on the 100th episode of Bowl After Bowl. Thank you both for all you do, and shout out to all the bowlers who contribute in so many ways. Yes, shout out to you guys. Thank you for the value for value. The Bowl After Bowl guys are pushing the value for value so hard. Pushing it so hard. Pushing So hard. Ah, push it. Thank you, Circus Media. Uh, Next, Board Stupid. Another hundred dollars for the hundredth episode. Thank you, Ford Stupid. Yes. <laughs> His note. Uh, congrats on a hundred episodes. Short and sweet. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And then, uh, rounding off with the third one hundred. It's like we got a three hundred game off the top here. That calls for a turkey, actually. Coming in under the wire. It's Net Ned. Net Ned, thank you. It's another Hundo donation. He says, Happy Hundo, love ya, Wolfpack. Net Ned, what a sweet, Aww. sweet man. Woo. Cheers to you, Net Ned. We love you. Then we have uh, Booberry coming in. Boobs. Boobs. Did you see her breasts? Uh, boobs says. Wow, now I have to scroll to his note. Here we go. Congrats on the triple-digit snag. Oh, fuck. You're going to make me spark one up. Hey. Spark one up. Love is lit. Boobs. I love boobs. He, he signed it. He signed boobs with a, the little capital Y between the O's, so there's actually boobs in the signature. Oh, beautiful. Oh, the man's a genius. Beautiful. man's a genius. And, of course, check out Behind the Schemes, Moan Days. At 9.30 p.m. Central. That's right. Loveislit.com. Take you right to it. Take you right to it. Um, 
Oh, yes. Must consult the list again. Oh, coming in. Uh, our old buddy. Farmer Todd with the 3333. Oh, Farmer Todd. Thank you. And uh, he has a note. Scroll to that note, baby. My scrolling finger is going to be warm, I swear. <laughs> going to be wrecked after this. He says, congrats on 100 episodes. PSA, it's sweet corn season. Mm. Keep your colon healthy and eat a dozen today in the bowl. Farmer Todd. Hey, and uh, he's got a healthy uh, back and forth going on the old socials with Net Ned. Net Ned, uh, not quite as sold on the uh, Pennsylvania corn. But that's all right. Oh. <laughs> that's all right. It's all in good fun there. Uh, we got a $30 donation uh, from, I'm just going to say OB, because we got no note from you, sir. Well, thanks, OB. But, uh, and uh, like I said, I learned from Nick the Rat, I don't like to dox people. If they don't say anything, then I don't want to necessarily say all their information on the show here. So I got no instructions, so uh, I'll just leave it at OB. $30, thank you. So much. Uh, the Itty Bitty Homestead came in Aww. with 100 dimes for the 100th episode. Thanks, guys. It's a $10 donation. They said, keep cranking out that homesteading goodness. Oh, no, wait. I'm reading the wrong note. I'm reading, <laughs> I'm reading the note I sent to them. I was going to say. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> I haven't really started too much yet. <laughs> no, 100 dimes for 100 shows. Keep rolling on. That's the one. Aww. Keep rolling on, friends. Much love from the Itty Bitty Homestead. Be seeing you in the bowl. And uh, shout out. Shout out to the Itty Bitty Homestead. Yeah, check them out on No Agenda Tube if you haven't already. Rick and Charlene Brandon. And uh, yeah, I guess this is a perfect time to talk about our new bunny. Yeah. That they have on their latest video. They talked about uh, they used our donation to get a rabbit for the homestead. Um, their first buck. So we got to name him. And Lorian came up with the perfect name for a rabbit of ours. Jack Harer. Jack Harer. H-A-R-E-R. H-A-R-E-R. After the hemper himself. Yes. And uh, Rick said, you know, we don't know who the heck that is, but it means something <laughs> to Spencer and Lorian, so that's the name of the rabbit. Uh, Jack Harer is really uh, among most of us stoner activists kind of considered the pinnacle of stoner activist. Uh, they call him the Emperor. He is famous for writing the book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes, which, of course, I have a copy of right here in my left hand. Um, it's now in its 15th edition that came out last year. Uh, or, excuse me, it's 14th edition. Uh, came out in 2020. I'm holding the 11th edition. But, uh, yeah... Mr. Herrer had a famous weed strain named after him and uh, was just kind of the guy that really documented and compiled what many refer to as the hemp Bible, if not the outright stoner Bible itself. All about the drug war, how it began, a lot of the uses of hemp, um, not only as a textile, but as you know, a rope, a medicine, the Hemp for Victory program during World War II, um, just all kinds of great information. It's like a treasure trove. Um, if you're ever interested in any kind of drug war activism path, it's a must read. The Emperor Wears No Clothes. So Jack here, I'm actually wearing uh, my Emperor t-shirt right now as we speak. So check him out. 
Yeah, I would say if you're going to read one book related to uh, weed, that's the one. That's no the doubt. one I'd recommend. No doubt. I would agree with you wholeheartedly. But it's so cool to see our value go back. I agree, yeah. Um, again, noagendatube.com. You can search for Itty Bitty Homestead. And they have such an awesome value-for-value value proposition where they're going to have different donor levels and you, your value is going to be seen and shown and put to work at the homestead. So you could sponsor anything from a bunny rabbit to a whole garden bed. And Rick was even talking about uh, if you sponsored a garden bed and they grow certain vegetables that season that you could even get some seeds because they're going to save seeds at the end of the harvest. So you could get yourself some seeds out of that uh, garden bed you sponsored. That's just cool, man. It's so super cool. cool. I love it. I even, love what they're doing. He floated the idea of uh, us being able to pick a bunny up, one of Jack's offspring. So I'm definitely into that. Oh, yeah. Into that concept. Uh, so thanks again. Our Itty kids especially are. <laughs> uh, had a couple other folks come in with 100 dimes, including Reverend Cyber Trucker. Hey, Rev. Thank our boy. you. Or man, the uh, brains behind the metal moment, which we'll hear later tonight. Uh, his Woo. note says, happy hundredth. Here's to a thousand more. Woo. All right. May your nugs be dank, your beer be cold, and your bowls ever brighter. Rev. Cheers, Rev. I'm sipping the cold beer right now. He reminded me, you got to keep sipping that because it's not going to be cold for very long. No. Not in this hot summer heat. And, uh, and then also Phoenix. Phoenix came through. Woo! Thanks, Phoenix. With another hundred dimes as well. She says, "Happy hundredth episode." Here's hundred dimes to celebrate. Here's to hundred more in the bowl. And thank you for your courage. Much love and tokes, Phoenix. Very nice. We love you, Phoenix. Here, I've got a joint for you. I'm gonna give you this joint, nigga. Puff it up. And lastly, um, a stonation for twenty. From P. Marley, uh, I just had to say, because Marley, I mean, come on. Come on. Gotta donate. All right. And when you get 420 from a Marley, you just have to say, P. Marley, 420, he just says, I like what you're doing, and the dude abides. Oh. Right on, right Thank on. Thank you. Very oh. cool. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Over to the sat side of things, I did want to thank C-Dubs, who is also in the bowl tonight. Uh, C-Dubs, drop in 42,000 sats on us. Thank you, thank you. He was a majority of the sats that came in this week, uh, because we ended up getting just around 45K uh, through both nodes. So most of that was C-Dubs. Thank you, C-Dubs. Keeping the sats flowing through there. And uh, I did want to look this up really quick on my Raspy Blitz um, because something funny. Oh, something funny. Not funny haha. Uh, Yeah, funny haha. Oh, funny haha. Oh, good. Funny haha. Um, <laughs> so I was looking through the transactions history here. Dee 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 dee. Oh, of course, I'm, it's on the other node. But basically, sometimes on some of the transactions, there's a little comment button, right? And uh, on that comment button, sometimes people can leave a note. And I th- I'm pretty sure it was C-Dubs who wrote this certain note. So I just wanted to pull it back up 
Um, but while that's uh, while that's going up, I also did have an update on Fountain, which is now Ooh. now working. All right. And I don't know uh, if you're an Android user. There's a there's a choice to join the beta and get the latest beta version, uh, which I did. And I don't know if that's why uh, all the bugs kind of went away, or if it just updated, or if it was a combination. I d I don't really know. All I know is I did join the beta, and that my app also now does work. Uh, hmm. You can take clips now. Um, I'm finding the the player timer works correctly. Um, what I was trying yesterday was to send a boost message through it, because that's another option that they have uh, kind of already built in is the option to boost and uh, leave a message when you do so. So I tried that a couple of times, and it just kind of... The button grayed out and didn't go through, and then I looked at my wallet, and the stats were still there. They didn't go through. Oh. So I got an email uh, this morning basically saying, hey, we saw that you tried to send a couple messages and it didn't go through. We fixed it, so try again. I just oh. saw it before the show, that email. So I haven't had a chance to go in and try it again, but I think that they got that fixed. So Fountain, cool. Fountain is looking good. Uh, it's looking better all the time. And possible clip contest in the future through fountain i've got to kind of check out how that would work the logistics of it with the guys over at fountain but uh yeah i'm gonna start by clipping maybe this section of the show tomorrow where i talk about fountain send it to them and uh go from there just uh just kind of practice practicing but that's sort of it seems like that's what's going to be their bread and butter is taking clips and sharing clips is sort of what they want to make their you know, their niche, what they do best. It's pretty cool. It's a cool feature. I've also got an update on uh, the Sphinx chat. They really got the Sphinx tribe rocking. Um, I have been avoiding doing this for why, I don't know, I'm a stubborn idiot, I guess, but they've been working on this Kotlin version of the app, which I don't even know what that means or if I'm pronouncing it right, but mm. essentially they rewrote the whole app in a different language. I think the old one was like Native React. And um, when I downloaded the new version of Sphinx, so if you go to sphinx.chat right now and go to the APK, it'll send you to... First rule of being a Whoa. Sorry, I hit... <laughs> just smacked a th pen across my desk. Smack it. Excuse me. We already know what the first rule of being... Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Goodness gracious. Um, it'll send you to the, the APK release for... Uh, the 19th version of their alpha. So it's like 1.0.19 or something. And I installed it. I exported my keys from the old Sphinx chat app, which still stayed on my phone, by the way. It didn't, like, replace it. I just have two Sphinxes on my phone now, hmm. currently. Uh, and in the new one, all the messages I can see now. It's like there's oh. a bunch of stuff that I couldn't see that I see now in that... Uh, Latest alpha, the alpha 19 version, which, by the way, came out uh, like four days ago or five days ago, something like that. So it's really new, this latest version. Uh, I can see all messages. I think there's a couple of things that still have to be implemented, like message attachments and uh, streaming sats, although you can boost. So there's just a couple of things left that they're going to code out, but... That was kind of my initial hesitancy, was I knew that streaming sats to podcasts hadn't been added yet. And so I was kind of hanging out, holding out. 
But turns out you can actually run both versions of Sphinx still. So if you need to just listen to a podcast to stream SAS through Sphinx, you can still do that. Of course, you can do it through Podfriend, or you can do it through Breeze, or you can do it through Fountain, or you can do it through CurioCaster. You can do it through a lot of other apps as well. Uh, but of course, I get a chunk of SATs in my Sphinx wallet that uh, I can use for streaming two podcasts, so I like to keep doing that. But uh, it was good. It was good to see a lot of the messages that I think I'd you know lost or left behind. So um, despite uh, rumors to the contrary, the Sphinx uh, tribe is still indeed rocking. They really got the Sphinx tribe rocking. So Woo-hoo. boosts from Sphinx uh, for the Sphinx tribe. Um, yes, let me look at this dashboard now that I, now that I have provisioned it. Voltage takes a little bit longer to get in and look at your uh, node happenings. Yeah, the the thunder hub, you know. Thunder, 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 thunder. And I'm gonna look at this transaction here. So I assume. So he told us earlier, hey, that 42k was me, which was uh, kind of the middle of last week. And then right after the 42K came in, there's a one sat, and it has a little comment bubble, and then the message just says, I don't know if you see this. Oh. Uh, and that's all I can see. So if there was more after, I can't see that, but I can see this. So I see this, and I got to assume that's uh, from C-dubs, and I want to thank C-dubs from the bottom of my heart. And uh, yeah, that, that rounds out our donor segment. Very cool. So thank you everybody uh, for the value for value. Thank you for the value for value. So we try to we try to push it hard. We try to give it out, and uh, it's been really humbling over this uh, past year, kind of that we've been back to see all the support, see people like it, see people give suggestions and give feedback, and most importantly to participate. So that's the treasure which we very much appreciate. But there's also time and talent, and we want this show to kind of be. Your show, as much as it is our show, we have a bunch of different ways you can contribute from sending story ideas, which many of you do. Uh, mainly those go to Lorian, because she compiles this, the stories and the show notes. So those get emailed. Yes, the wild magic 33s. Send them to me, Lorian, at bullafterbull.com. Uh, Lauren Rose. Well, I think it's Lorian. I think it's Lorian. Oh, Lorian. 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 Yes. Lorian. Lorian. It's Lori with an N. Yeah, Lori with an N is the spelling there. Lorian at bullafterbull.com. Uh, you can also chime in on our voicemail line. Every week we have a new first time I ever topic. This week it happens to be the first time I ever got shocked. You know, first time you ever received an electric shock. We were interested in hearing about it. And in order to chime in, all you got to do is pick up your phone and... Call 816 that's right just uh call the line there you can also text if your voice shy and you can uh send picture messages as well send your nudes send the nudes <laughs> send the nudes chicks and dudes yeah, that's, that's right. Timestamp. Lorian's been baiting it for so long. Oh, you know, everyone asks for titties and yeah, no love for the dick pics. 
<laughs> I gotta give it out. <sighs> um, yes. So I see a lot of voicemails already coming in. That's another way to contribute. Cool. And uh, Fletcher sent me a bunch of different ISOs from the Jay and Silent Bob Ooh. that uh, they were playing on Hong Story as well. We beat every need for weed, son. So I've got a bunch of those on the board now. All right. Stoner don't fight, man. No. Because when you're baked, you finally see all the important details, you know? And Fletcher's also contributed in more than that. Uh, he's contributed in the... Uh, Spark one up. Other ISOs. Oh, we yeah, even got stingers. a station I- identification. You are listening to Bowl After Bowl with Spencer and Lorian. BowlAfterBowl.com BowlAfterBowl.com And sometimes we force other shows to <laughs> make ISOs for us by sending them donations. It's all just a great ecosystem. Uh, and it's just so cool to be a part of. I'm glad that uh, ultimately Hog Story were the two that really got us back. Uh, John and Carolyn really got us back into podcasting. Uh, and that's sort of the story of Bowl After Bowl, the first... I don't know, what was it, 27 or 28? They mm-hmm. happened in uh, 2014 and 2015. And, uh... Yeah, our baby activist days. Oh, yeah. baby for me. You were a vet. I was a weathered <laughs> seasoned uh, yeah. uh, guy at the time. Yeah, you'd been through, what, two elections or something? Yeah. Doing it, yeah. Yeah, I'd been around the block, and then, uh... It was kind of, uh... Well... I got into podcasts, and then it was not until No Agenda that I was really like, oh, man, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could, like, start. And, of course, what I do on my shitty little uh, HP laptop with a blue Yeti mic that picked up every thump when somebody would hit the table. Oh, yeah. uh, Morphed into the setup, which, aside from really the machine, hasn't changed much over all these years. But um, but it sounds much better. It does sound much better. But it all really comes down to this community of peeps that we have here on the No Agenda stream. Um, I want to thank so much No Debit for getting us hooked up with the live stream because the when we started doing lives, that kind of changed um, everything, changed the aspect and the feel of the show and uh, kind of how it flowed. We had to have more of a, a button-down... Uh, style or uh, what, what I'm trying to say format, you know, um, which we've been constantly trying to improve and change and, and we're open to feedback on. Um, the 33rd episode was all about the number 33 and that was the first one that Mr. Bemrose uh, decided was good enough to put in the rotation on the No Agenda stream, not live, uh, but just throughout the week as you, as you hear other shows. Uh, so that's been... Now, I guess 67% of our shows, two-thirds of our shows, have been uh, in that rotation, which is so cool, too, because uh, being in that spot really makes you want to get better every time and put your best foot forward and and try to improve on each show. Um, And then, I I can't even name the episode number, but it's been within the last few months that uh, he's got us doing live right after DH Unplugged on the No Agenda stream as well. So, all of that we couldn't be more grateful for, so... Thank you, No Debit, for having our own little bowl stream, which we do run throughout the week. We just play mostly silly music on it. Uh, sometimes when I'm at the keyboard, I can put other guys' shows on that I'm listening to, although uh, I've just been running around so much lately that sometimes that doesn't happen. 
But uh, I've, I always try to have something going on on that stream. And then, uh, of course, the No Agenda stream. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to look back and see what kind of a journey you take through 100 shows. It's also really cool to be hitting that 100 number with a lot of the fellow shows uh, around us. I know Dean from Up Is Down podcast just hit his 100th. Chris, Abs in the Six Pack, you just hit his 100th. Um, oh, yeah. I know I'm missing another one that just hit 100. Because we've <laughs> we've done our hundred thrusts for them all, um, it'll come to me. It'll come. It'll to me. come. Not even behind the curtain yet. I'm gonna come. I know, but it's episode one hundred. You know. It is We're celebrating. We're having a great time. Carolyn points out that the dear sweet Nick the Rat is approaching episode three hundred. He will shit post in the shade. Yeah, that's coming up on three hundred. That's crazy. Hogs, of course, hit two hundred not too long ago. I don't know if I have the stamina for 300 thrusts. I mean, I have it, but I don't know if the listeners have the stamina to get through it. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, is he at, what is, he's got to be at least at 212 now. What's the, is this ever going to end? <laughs> it might not. It might not. might not ever end. Hey, and may the bulls burn ever brighter and may they never end. You know what I'm saying? Hey, agreed. It's a, it's a fantastic uh, thing that we got going and I just want to reiterate it would not be going without you bowlers out there uh, who seem to really just get enjoyment out of it. And uh, it's just the circle. It's the circle of the bowl, baby. It's awesome. Value for value model. Yes. You put it out and it comes back. Um, even the even John, you know, <laughs> he's uh, hitting three months on Thursday mm. officially. Uh, isn't that right? Yes. Two six. The twenty six. And, um, and yeah, I uh, every time he's like panting or fussing, I'm like over here cringing. I'm like, oh, come on, can we get him to shut up while we're talking? And uh, <laughs> and then we get notes from you guys just being like, oh, I really love hearing John in the background. I love a little wolf cub cooing, and um, it's just great. You know, if it, it feels nice to uh, just have people not only just understand it's not like you're grinning and bearing it it's like people actually like it oh which i can't even uh it just it just warms my heart is what i'm trying to say yeah warms my heart it's true because man does he annoy us no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well you know and you guys just deal sleeping with, with earplugs one night every week for just a few hours a couple hours he but, sounds uh, real loud over the headphones i will say that it's like exaggerated baby. I know his voice it's starts weird coming into the mic. He doesn't even aim his face at the mic. No. And we can hear him fine. But then <laughs> you're like leaning toward the mic and sometimes I gotta turn you up, turn you up. Oh man. We're figuring it out, you know. I moved my pop guard into a more ideal position so I can be closer to the mic while still breastfeeding. I'm and showing uh, I'm yeah. showing some good levels in audition for you. It's bouncing yeah. up and down. I can hear your wave. Uh, I can see your waveform going really well. So, yeah. Yeah, I must do something. Must be doing something, man. Yeah. Feels awesome. Speaking of doing something, I had a few lightning games updates. Because uh, I love talking about lightning and I love talking about gaming. So why not combine them into lightning games? Well, the next Mint Gox is this Sunday, August 29th. And if you recall correctly... I was all hyped up for the last Mint Gox and then ended up missing it because we saw my mm. dad's house. 
that uh, he now has closed on. Woo-woo. So I showed it to him a month ago. Uh, Mint Gox is always the last Sunday of the month, so that was the first day that we... Um, now, was that the day we looked at it? I think that's the day yes. that we looked at it and wrote the offer and the wrote same the day. Offer. Yep. So um, as you can imagine, things got into a little whirlwind, and I wasn't really able to play along and get the sats. Well... Got another chance coming up on Sunday, and I invite all you bowlers to join me if you're into stacking some sats, and maybe it's your first time. Maybe you maybe you don't have a single Bitcoin right now. Maybe you don't have no Bitcoin, um, and you're looking to get a little chunk. Maybe you're like, well, I'd like to stream it to uh, my favorite shows on this app, but I don't really know what's going on. Maybe you're looking at the price going up, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, I know my boy Spencer told me Buy it while it's on sale, while it's hovering around 30K. Now it's up back to hovering around 50K again. Um, which I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say I told you so. Because you already know. Well, this Sunday, Mint Gox is giving away a total of 10 million sats across Ooh. various games. And uh, you can get, you know, 10 or 20,000 sats no matter what, pretty much. Uh, they're giving away 1.5 million alone in a game called Sat Stacker, which is just a virtual version of the coin push game, like you see in a lot of truck stops where you drop the quarter in and then it, you're hoping to push the coins off into the little... My favorite. I love it. I could stand there all day. <laughs> Especially if there's a dumb little prize stacked on top of the coins oh, and then yeah. you're just trying to push that prize out. Oh, man. Um, well, Sat Stacker is a virtual version of that game. And basically... Um, it's it's set up in a way to where it just gives you sats. You buy coins uh, for like 10 sats, and then every coin that you push out of there is worth 100. And it really just teaches you how to send and receive sats really quickly and easily. Uh, you push some coins out. I think you start with like 10 of those little virtual coins. And then you push your little coins out of the machine, your sat stack up, and you click the withdraw button. A QR code pops up. You scan that with your little lightning wallet. Uh, it tells you to download the Zebedee wallet. Um, that's just one of the lightning wallets. That one's geared towards gaming. And that's the one I use when I'm playing it. And then you can buy more coins. Uh, but the coins that you buy are really cheap. I think they're like 10 sats to buy the coins. 100 sats when you push them out. So it's stacked in a way that it's just going to give you a bunch of sats and then it stops you when you hit a limit i think it was like 10k 12k somewhere in there uh, but they're giving away a total of 1.5 million in that game alone uh two uh, two mobile games i know they're on android i think they're on iphone as well turbo 84 and bitcoin bounce uh those are both doing giveaways uh they're giving away about 250,000 uh the, the sunday the way those work is you collect tickets and you're entered into a drawing for sats. And so typically they'll have one drawing every 24 hours. But during Mint Gox tournaments, they have a drawing every hour. So you can keep playing, keep stacking those sats. Uh, there's a new game out called Lightning Crush, which I've been playing. It gets really difficult. There's a couple of levels that just are almost impossibly difficult. Um, and I don't know if that's by design or if it's a bug. There's a lot of people complaining in the app store about it, but, uh, they're giving away 250 K on Sunday as well. Then, uh, counter strike go is the big event every uh, month. 
uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, I should say, CSGO, there is a integration in there called Infuse where you can actually buy in. Um, normally, when there's not a tournament going on, it's like 500 sats and you're in there, and that's your life. 500 sats is your life, and so when you get killed, you drop a certain amount of sats. You like drop a virtual coin that people can run over and pick up, and then you also get points for uh, kills as well. Uh, points in the in the form of sats and then when your sat wallet runs dry then you're kicked out of that server but you can stay in there if you're good and uh keep on scoping noobs and stacking sats so four million uh to be given away in counter-strike and then there's also a racing game called bitcoin rally which is kind of like mario kart um just in concept or any of the other kind of racing games Two million sats to be given away in Bitcoin Rally uh, tournament, plus another seven hundred and fifty thousand sats in Bitcoin Rally fun races. So all of that can be found at mintgox.com. All the details, and uh, that's also where they will be streaming the whole tournament. So it's a virtual online tournament, and that's the only place, by the way, you can play that sat stacker game I was talking about. Once the live stream is up. You'll be able to get on your computer through a web browser and play the Sat Stacker game. It's not like a game you can download or anything like that. It's just uh, during tournaments that it's available. And once everybody sucks the Sats out of that game, it's over. So that's the one that you really want to be there for to stack them up. And yeah, that's, stack them Sats. That's my tips on stacking Sats for Lightning Games right now. Uh, Sat Vival is also. Uh, their closed beta is out finally, so I played a little bit of that. Um, it's really early, but it's one of these Elixir gaming games. Um, I would say the one that is most played right now is Light Knight, which is kind of like a Fortnite clone, but with sats involved. Mm. So Elixir has their own little platform, kind of like Itch, or, um, I don't know why I always forget the most famous one, Steam. Steam, yes. Uh, it's kind of like that, but you can get, they're all kind of Bitcoin earning games on that. Some of them are more populated than others at any given time, but uh, Savival is a lot of fun to play. It's kind of a survival game, sort of like Rust. The sats uh, aren't being given out yet because it's in that early of the beta, but uh, they're kind of just rolling it out and letting people play so they can work out bugs and kinks, but keep an eye on it. It's going to be a fun one. Sounds like a blast. Yeah. I liked watching you play Sat Vival and try to figure out how to keep your goods safe yeah, from other players. Yeah, it's a tough one because, like, if you die, you start over with nothing. And uh, you basically start, that's how, you know, you first start, too, is with nothing. And then you got to get three stones, make a sharp stone, chop a tree down with the sharp stone. Then with the tree, you get, like, wood and coconuts and leaves and stuff and you can make uh, an, a hatchet with it and chop down more trees and then you get you know more and more advanced stuff as you keep collecting stuff and build weapons and shelters and different things like that put locks on your doors yeah at your base try to keep your crap from being stolen it's all it's all a great game yeah it's fun i've never actually played any of the other survival games i've like watched some highlights of rust and that kind of stuff I know some people are into it. I know Icy Grills is really into Rust. I see. Maybe Icy Grills can play a little uh, Sat Vival. Sat Vival one day. Maybe I'll see him in there one day. But uh, 
it is uh it's one of those games you buy. How um, do you earn sats in that? By collecting treasure or something? So I think eventually it'll be like a, a, a mission checklist. Because right mm-hmm. now there's a mission checklist and it kind of teaches you how to progress through the game and how to build stuff and come up with stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I assume that when they start the sats flow, that'll be how it goes out is your achievements and, cool. and leveling up as well. And like give you NFTs too. I'm not, personally, I'm not that crazy about NFTs. Um, I just like the sats. The sats are real. Sats are super real. The realist. Yeah. I had a crypto story cross my path this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So the Swedish government has to return 33 Bitcoin to a drug dealer in a landmark case. Yeah. It was the first cryptocurrency seizure in Sweden. Um, this guy was arrested two years ago, and he had 36 Bitcoin, which at the time were worth about $1.5 million. So the prosecutor seized them since they were involved in criminal activity, but recorded the seized amount in dollars. Oh, no. So due to price fluctuations, <laughs> the government has to give him back 33 of them. Because the one point five million doll hairs is three bitcoins. So Oh my god. They learned a lesson. Absolutely blown the fuck out. Yes. Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Write it as Bitcoin. Or you might get fucked in the ass and have to send it back to the criminals. Which wow. I think is great. That's fantastic, man. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good story. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love it. You love to see it. You love to see it, absolutely. But you know what I don't love to see is Big Hot Dog coming through again. God damn Actually, it. it's kind of an attack on Big Hot Dog. But there is a study that happened at the University of Michigan, their school of public health. They were trying to calculate the footprint, the health and environmental footprint of eating various foods. Okay. So they came up with this method to calculate it all. And they decided that hot dogs can shave 36 minutes off of someone's life while peanut butter and jelly sandwiches can restore 33 minutes to your life. Interesting. Who'd have thunk? That's uh, definitely anti-peanut allergy people. Right? I guess we're just fucked. Yeah. We're only subtracting, never uh, never adding. You're eating uh, bread either way, though. It's just the difference between processed meat and legumes and mm. jelly. And you gotta wonder, they said... uh the highest impact foods were, you know, processed meat. They have pretty much every meat listed except for chicken and greenhouse grown veggies. So you got to go for the field grown fruits and veggies, legumes, nuts, and low environmental impact seafood only. But they developed a health nutritional index to measure the minutes of your life that each food adds or uh, takes away. Sound, very silly. Sounds like very sound science to me. Oh, very silly. Yeah. they. Uh, but they went through this and did it for 5,800 different foods. Wow. And they chose PB&J with its 33 minutes restored to your life. I don't buy it. Yeah, that sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. But hey, you got all this fucking grant money, you gotta spend it, right? Oh, seriously, yeah. What else do they do at uh, universities? You know, yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's all a bunch of bull. And my final top three, 33 story for tonight is that 
you can forgo the $33,000 fee because Disney will now pay you to enter the coveted Club 33. Oh, wow. No doubt. Everyone's hiring. Oh, They're I hiring. see. I see. <laughs> you I can't see. just walk in and have a good time and pick up your check on the way out. No, no, no. They're hiring uh, bussers and waitresses or waiters. Bussers and waiters. Yep, for fifteen forty-five an hour, and it didn't say anything about tips. Hmm. But if you recall, members of the Club Thirty Three there at Disney, they pay thirty-three thousand dollars to join, and then every year after that, fifteen thousand dollars to renew their dues. So, way back when, Walt created it for his personal business negotiations. Personal use. But here we are now. The Super Club. The Super Club. And uh, the jobs were listed for the original location in New Orleans Square over there in Disneyland Park, California. Yeah, I think I'll stick to uh, bowling. Yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) I don't have any interest in working for the Mouse King. No doubt. (laughs) Ever. No doubt. I do have an update. Uh, You remember last week we talked about... um, the novel Metal. Yes. That uh, M. Andrew Jones had sent us in the mail. Been reading it. Oh, Been yeah? Reading. I'm a little past halfway through. Uh, I can tell you that the main character, Sophie, she's uh, in Hawaii. She's enjoying the beach right now. Uh, I noticed the characters do a lot of uh, snorting and huffing. Mm. Uh, I can say. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an engrossing story. Uh, it's a quick read, page turner. Um, I'll no doubt be finished by next week, and I'll give you the full report. Dang, you're going to beat me. But I was just, I wanted to hang a tease out there to say we're working through uh, metal. And even though I'm a busy guy that doesn't read as much as I used to back in the day, uh, I must say that this is actually a pleasurable read. Very cool. Were you, too, a library book competition reading winner? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was... <laughs> Over the summers, and they'd be like, take a sticker for every book, and when, at the end, someone's going to win. When I, was, uh, when I was in elementary school, they'd always have, like, the books read club, and, you know, they'd have, like, miles... When you'd hit certain milestones, they'd put your name on the wall. And at the end of the year, it would always be me, and this girl, Tracy, would always be, like, the two top... We'd be, like, oh. within, you know, 10 books of each other, like... Neck and neck. 1,000, 1,200, 1,500. They'd be, like, stupid, what? stupid numbers of books. Book after book. Book after book, dude. Okay, I had the most books read at my local library for their summer reading uh, incentive, but it was probably only, like, 50, and I thought I was hot shit. I know we both busted the 1,000 level. Oh. Were you reading, like, baby books, like, board books? Like, okay, count it. I mean, it was, I'm talking about first and second grade, so like... Oh, okay. I'm not talking about bored books, no, but I am not also talking about, like, Tolstoy, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. You said, what, you got a pizza party at the end of that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Nice. Something like that. We definitely got, you know, the Book It Pizza Hut thing was part of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different uh, reading things, but yeah. For us, they had a table with random, random stuff on it, and I was excited to find a pack of Pokemon cards, so I added to my Pokemon collection then. Nice. Yes. 
Nice. Very cool. Very legal. Toy. Can't uh, sell the Pokemon cards in stores anymore, apparently. But you know. Yeah, what's that all about? I don't know. People killing each other over cards. So what's card that packs? all about? It wasn't just Pokemon either. It seemed like all the uh, trading cards got pulled. Yeah, they said they won't sell them at Target anymore. Ah, oh well. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. And fuck the coof. Oh, no doubt about that. It's still that. going. Ugh. <coughs> oh, shit. It's like the coof that never ends, man. I know here in Missouri we, you know, don't see it every day. Uh, there's some people that wear masks, but a lot yeah, less. Even though if you watch the news anywhere else in the nation, Missouri's being ravaged. Oh, yeah, seriously. But it's, you live here, and it's like... It's mm, funny they don't really pummel no. us with that story, though. I still within only, the state. I still only know two people who have gotten it this whole time. Uh, and one was the Duke. <laughs> one yes. was the Duke. And one was a family member. That's right. And they're both fine. Yeah. Both fine. Both fine. But Both faxed up. There were 33 new virus deaths in Arkansas... In Nebraska. Uh-oh. The AP also mentioned that Arkansas has a record high for patients on ventilators right now. So, incoming flood of deaths, I'm guessing, mm. from the Diamond State. Oh, boy. Nebraska was two-time in the magic number and the coof this week. Oh. Because 33 Nebraska inmates were placed in isolation after testing positive. Dang. Yeah. It's a terrible uh, reason to go to the hole, man. Unless you want to go to the hole. Unless you have no friends and you're safer in isolation. It's not that kind of hole that you want to go to. No, no, no. <laughs> and then in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, 33 new cases. There is a strange story out of Singapore. 111 new locally transmitted COVID-19 cases, 33 unlinked. Uh, it's my understanding that the only way you can really catch COVID is to go take a test, right? That's how it seems. Yeah, you get tested and then they tell you, yes, Man. it's the coof. I, uh, I've never been tested. No. I plan on never being tested. Mm, yeah, they lost me at brain swab. No spank you. Okay, I'm sorry, nose swab. But yeah. either way, I uh, limit what goes up my nose. See, I have a friend who's <laughs> a federal contractor. Um, works for a jobs program, and uh, he said they rolled out a mandate because of the federal contract, mm. and because he's not doing the mandate, they require, I think, a weekly test, Ooh. which would be at his expense, except for he just claims exposure, which just means you say you were around somebody who had it, right? So you just say exposure, and then... If it's exposure, then they pay for the test. And then you go get the test. And I think they mentioned this on No Agenda, but they just give you the swab. And you swab yourself now. Oh, perfect. And so he just barely flicks his nose hairs with it, you know, and then gives it back to him. And oh, it's always, awesome. it's always neggy because there's not anything on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess it really depends on where you're at for a lot of this stuff. Now... As far as masks go here, we've been under a mask mandate. This is the third week of it, of it coming back. Because, of course, they took it back away. And then when the CDC said, oh, masks up for everybody, vaxxed or not vaxxed, about three weeks ago, our 
uh, genius mayor decided to reinstate the mask mandate everywhere in the city limits. So now you see signs everywhere you go saying masks are required. And signs, all of them, as in my experience, can be safely ignored without consequence. Yep. Uh, it seemed like Raytown had now passed something. Or no, you know what? I bet it was county. I bet it's a Jackson County thing now. I was going to say, yeah, the attorney general is suing Jackson County for a mask mandate. So now everywhere in the county has a sign, too, that's saying they're required. But uh, I still have not been accosted or refused service or kicked out or... Even addressed. No. No one says anything. The closest I've gotten is a couple of different Walmarts that have been like, Sir, do you need a mask? Which I'm like, no. No. And I just keep walking. Keep walking straight. Don't even look at them and say, no, thank you. And uh, that's that's the extent of it. That's it. That's all yeah. I'm seeing here. So I think a lot of people are just over the fight. Or maybe they've seen too many rowdy assholes and uh, they just don't want to get into it anymore. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But for me, I'm just not playing this round, man. Like, throughout the last mask thing, when people... They were like real sticklers about it at certain places. And it got to where, you know, I had the fatigue of just being like, you know what? I need fucking eggs and milk. And I'm not trying to have the fight every single time. Like, I just, I don't feel like I need to fucking have the fight every single time. You know, I was tired of it. And then they took the mandate away and we were supposed to be all good. And now everybody's vaxxed to the max. Supposedly we're like 70% vaxxed or whatever. And then they roll out this Delta bullshit and they change the script again and they just reset the whole playbook and we're supposed to go back to square one. We're supposed to go back to the fucking 15 days to flatten the curve. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm done. I'm not participating anymore. I'm just not going to play the game anymore. If I have to leave a store, I'll just leave a store. You know, if they really, if they really don't want me in there that bad, then... You know, fuck them. Yeah, I'll spend my money elsewhere. There's plenty of other places that don't say peep to me. So, you know, if they're going to be one of the few places that are going to be assholes about it, then no, I'm sorry. Goodbye. Especially now that your dad's moving in the woods. Yeah. You know, just go buy what you need up there. Makes me jelly. real ass people. Makes me jelly bear. In the farmlands. Makes me jelly bear. I want to get the hell out of the city. I know. Me too. Did you see that story about the school in Washington State? That put ankle monitors on the student athletes. Uh, no. Yeah, and then they beep, and the kids get you know within six feet of each other. Oh my like, God. how are you supposed to play team sports if you can't <laughs> go close to each other? How are you supposed to grab ass in football? Oh, that's been a no-no for years now. Come on, that's sexual harassment. It's such insanity, bro. We're just changing everything about how everything works, from human interaction to medical science how virology works it's all being rewritten as though it supposedly changed somehow a year and a half ago like give me a fucking break yeah well it's a good time for doctors to walk out of their place of business and start their own private practices right where they can that would be pretty cool you know medically if the medical (laughs) community everyone who's leaving because of these mandates everyone who's saying no i'm not going to get stabbed and jabbed i'm not taking the the guinea pig shot um if you lose you know if if a, an army of people all walk out on that you would think that 
they could start private practices together and cater to, you know, being outside of that madness. You know what, though? There's so much, so many, like, licensing requirements and uh, board certifications and stuff. They'll they'll be called quacks, probably. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's fine because it's, like, the customers that go, there's already a lot of alternative medicine. I mean, right. Even at the very basic of something that's pretty much mainstream accepted now is chiropractic. And and a lot of people still consider that quackery, you know? Oh, yeah. Which is fine. Like, the people going there aren't going to give a shit anyway, you know? No. Yeah, I feel better when I walk out, so. If the Mayo <laughs> Clinic is going to tell me it's quackery, then I'm probably more inclined to believe it's, like, <laughs> Look actually into it effective. At least. Yeah. Exactly. No yeah. doubt. With Dallas, go behind the curtain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think Uh, our four-year-old had a great birthday. A birthday bonanza. Yeah, she absolutely did. First time in the movie theaters. It was pretty epic, that movie theater, too, because they had these reclining chairs. Like, everyone gets a lazy boy with heated seats. Yeah, that was actually the best movie experience I've ever had in my life, and... I haven't been to a movie theater in, like, absolute mm. ages. Yeah, before the kids were born. Because there's never movies I want to see. Oh, way I'm even not before interested. that. Yeah. I think it's been, like, five, six years at least. Seven years. Something like that. It's been ages, man. Yeah, before we lived in Kansas City. But this theater had a playground on the side with a slide and stairs. It was just, like, a little tunnel town kind wall. of thing, yeah. Yeah, and uh, ooh, there's a little, little kids play area up front with tiny slides and stuff. You know. Yes. Our four-year-old uh, ventured into the bigger playground area against the wall and had a hard time getting... She could climb up, but she had a hard time climbing down. So the movie starts and my kid's still in there. <laughs> she had to go in. She had to be rescued. She had to get rescued by an usher. <laughs> Using her cell phone flashlight. Uh, it was hilariously yeah, epic. That's my kid. That's my kid. It's her birthday. No, <laughs> She's four now. Yeah. Yep. It was a bi- It was big, though, you know, and she looked really little compared to most of the kids that were playing in that area. Well, it was like when you're coming down, uh, it's not really a ladder. It's like alternating triangle, triangle platforms that yeah. go up and up and up. Floating platforms. And so she was big enough to climb up them. And then when you're coming down off of them backwards and you're resting, she wasn't quite, she's not quite tall enough for her foot to hit the bottom platform while her stomach and chest are still on the one above her. Yeah. So like she would have had to kind of just slightly leap of faith drop, you know, maybe two inches. Like it would have been no big deal, but she just like stretching her foot down and can't feel anything and then panics and goes back up like... Uh, it's all right. It's all right. That's my kid. She's she, cautious. She's cautious. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, I was mad they didn't say socks were required before you go there because that is such a scam to sell you socks. Yeah. At the, I mean, I understand why they did it. Yeah. Oh, you can go buy socks up front for five doll hairs. But it's like summer. My kids are wearing jellies with no socks. So, you know, you and I, we just took our socks off and gave them to the kids. <laughs> yeah, they're running around with adult-sized socks on. <laughs> but hey, 
It worked. Yeah, you, you got the sock rule there. They got socks on. Yeah, there were a lot of kids wearing masks, though, in that play thing. That bummed me out, but not our kid. Yeah. Shoot, a few shining examples. Yeah. Can't be afraid to play with other kids. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That just, it makes me sad when I see kids that are like around five years old with their face covered. Yeah, it's it crazy. It feels like a different country. It's really, like, it's really insane. Yeah, it really is. My kids never, never, ever, ever worn one. Never going to. Unless, yeah. of course, they have the flu or something and are violently coughing and we have to go somewhere with them well, and they can't stay at home. Before this whole madness, I used to wear masks in very specific times. I used to wear them when I mow because I have a lot of grass allergies and when I'm kicking up all that grass... Makes my eyes water and it makes it a little hard to breathe. I got asthma and I got these allergies, so I would wear a mask to mow my yard, and then also to clean out the garage because it's quite dusty. Um, and then when I worked installing dryer vent, uh, installing and repairing dryer vents, I'd wear it then too because uh, lint is crazy. Lint gets me all congested and sneezing and sinus headache and all that shit. So, you know, I used a mask for what they're for, which is keeping out dust particles and allergens and things that are like much larger than viruses yes particles so you know <laughs> stuff masks are effective for and you know not all day just when i'm doing a specific task and then i'd have to take breaks too because you can't really breathe as well under the mask yeah so you have to go to the side and take the mask off and have a breather every once in a while Ugh. yeah well this whole uh notion of wearing them for eight to twelve hours a day or more just stupid. Gonna lead to actual respiratory infections. I'm sure it already has. But then you oh, just yeah. call all of that COVID, too. Oh, it's all yeah. COVID. All of it's COVID. You have a bacterial infection? Oh, well, that's COVID. Even though it isn't. You have the flu? Oh, that's COVID, even though it isn't. Everything's COVID now. Are you coughing? You have a common cold? Could be allergies, but no, I think it's COVID. Market COVID. Runny nose? COVID. <laughs> watery eyes covid that's right when the delta came out here in kansas city they're like symptoms include scratchy throat coughing sneezing i was like oh no it's my allergies it's like <laughs> when you used to think oh i just need to pop a claritin now it's like oh i need to go get tested oh no 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 then so people bad. take 18 tests and then wonder why they get covid like well it was gonna pop eventually man yeah how many tests are you gonna take Trying to get COVID. One thing that's been interesting with our kids' birthday parties now is the divorced grandparents aspect. So now there's two parties for every kid, you know? Yeah. It's it's strange. It's just strange. But Sunday we had part two of our eldest's birthday, Bonanza. Mm-hmm. And we went to the... I think it's called the Deanna Rose Farmstead Yeah, over in Kansas. And that was a great experience. Yeah, that place is cool. Very it, reasonably priced. Yeah, it was like three bucks to enter for adults. I think the kids were also three, right? If they're like older than five or two or something. Something I don't like that. remember. I think two was the cutoff. Yeah. But man, hang out there all day, outside, laugh at people wearing masks in the scorching heat because that's... <laughs> Not gonna make it long. In Definitely the not the majority, but uh, no, they were they were out there. They were shining a few examples, getting out of their cars with them already on. But 
That was pretty cool. Very Got to see lots of animals. Scratcher. And they had all sorts of different playgrounds. Playgrounds for every level of child. And our girls played on all of them. Yep. While we listened to No Agenda and sat in the shade. They're the biggest <laughs> fans of slides. Oh, yes. Slides are quite fun. They like the slides the best, so. Had to try all the slides. Yeah, the whole two-party thing, it's like, I don't know. It's good that they get to see everybody, but it's just a time suck, you know? The, the logistics of it are it just wears me down a little bit. It's just sad, too. Yeah. I don't know. There's a sadness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You know, but here we are with 100 episodes of The Bowl and a foreseeable thousand more in the future. Yeah. Because... I was thinking about how they always say, like, oh, and they never had a fight. I yeah. know Agenda Adam will say that right. and stuff. And it's so cute. But really, I think that our nasty fights are the reason why we're still here. And we keep pushing forward. The beauty of our fights is that there's a mute button right here. And then, <laughs> you know, we can come back. And uh, no one no one has to, you know, be a part of all the nastiness if it has to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, it just, you know. I don't know. I only remember the good times with you. I don't really remember the arguments and stuff, but they happen. Yeah. Sure. Makes us stronger. We have to uh, meet in the middle somewhere. Are you accusing me of being dumb? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. But you know who is dumb? Who's dumb? Illinois. Uh-oh. They're being sued by two more companies over these social equity applications. Oh, my God. I mean, come on. Again. Get How stupid have we been? Get a clue. This is a real confusing one. Because there's these three groups who had an attorney as their designated officer, principal officer on the applications. But you can only have so many qualified businesses under you when you register as the principal officer. So he gave, he re- sent in a resignation letter for two of those companies and then now he's like suing the state saying oh i I shouldn't have had to resign the state forced me to resign because of the rules it really feels like it's uh almost a lawsuit to get press for the companies (laughs) (laughs) one of those you know because he resigned and then he's saying the state forced him to resign gotcha i don't understand how that works out maybe i'm missing something here well, if the, um, yeah, if if there's a limit that's arbitrarily set, I don't know. I guess one could argue that he shouldn't have been signed up for that many companies to, to begin with. But right, I, you know, I mean, sewer's gonna sue, man. Yeah, uh, two of those groups that are now suing, they earned perfect scores on their social equity applications to qualify for one of the 75 permit lotteries that ended up being delayed due to the other lawsuits going on. Nice. Um, And I guess under the law, the state is split into 17 different regions, and the numbers of licenses are allocated for each of those. So there's limits on each region. They might do it by a congressional district or something. Something. I'm not sure how that, the regions were decided. I think that's how this is set up in our state as well. Yeah, that would make sense to me. Because those are already... It's easy to do it that way because they're already divided based on population. And so that's why you just pick that. Oh, sure, yeah. Because then you don't have to 
crunch the numbers and draw the lines and everything else. You just say, oh, well, we'll use the congressional districts because they're already sorted by population. And, of course, there's three other lawsuits ongoing in Illinois right now. One is the Michigan-based Sozo that filed a federal lawsuit and ended up stopping the licensing process in July. Uh, Then there were three businesses connected to Justice Cannabis that also filed a federal lawsuit in July, alleging that they had been wrongly left out of the lotteries. I believe that was because uh, they had employees who fit the social equity bill, and then the state removed the employee clause, so it could only be owners. And then the third lawsuit was High Haven Dispensary, uh, that argues they should have received more social equity points during the application process. Hmm. So, there we go. It's a Sioux fest over there in Illinois, I tell you. Oh, yeah. Uh, In Los Angeles, however, a year-old federal lawsuit against the social equity licensing program was withdrawn. And everyone's paying for their own legal fees. No settlement or anything. Oh, boy. Uh, it was three groups. That sounds expensive. Under one owner who had their application revoked because they were planning to build their dispensary within 700 feet of a preschool. They argued that other licenses were given to stores that were building in the same proximity to schools or libraries, which you're not allowed to build near, I guess. Either of those. Um... But then they started tacking other things onto their lawsuit and got kind of laughed out of court, it seems. Yikes. So, yes. There was a settlement reached in Los Angeles with another legal challenge uh, that ended up doubling the number of social equity licenses to be given out from 100 to 200. More licenses with caps. That's always good. But again, you know, social equity only licenses. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Discriminatory licenses. Yep. Play stupid games. Win stupid lawsuits. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) You may never get these licenses handed out. Um, They're trying to drag their feet as much as they can, and they're doing a damn good job of it, I must say. More than $2 million in grant funding is available for growers in Humboldt County through Project Trellis which is the county's uh, micro-grant marketing and local equity program to help community players enter the marketplace. It was built as a three-tier program that redirects tax revenue from sales back into the local economy. And it looks like they're trying to give out $10,000 fee waivers for growers to get professional services like installing solar panels or water storage system. Gotcha. So, yep. I guess the wholesale price of weed has dropped below the cost of production, so (sighs) growers are hurting Uh on the left coast. Dang. Yep. But to uh, get these grants, they have to prove that the war on drugs has negatively impacted them. Oh, well, that's easy. Which is easy for all weed players, I would say. Are you alive and walking around in America? Then... But bam Exactly. You've definitely been negatively impacted by the war on drugs. Exactly. Your community is a more dangerous place because of prohibition, whether you smoke or not. That's right. Now, Leafly is challenging Florida's ban on third-party online weed services. 
Florida's Department of Health, their regulars say that Leafly is violating state law by processing patient pre-orders. And their law bans operators from contracting with services directly related to the cultivation, processing, and dispensing of cannabis. But Leafly is arguing that they're not in the business of dispensing. You know, they're just kind of a catalog for all the businesses. They're like a Yelp of weed, yeah. Yeah, well, you can go on there and make a cart and put together, you know, a pre-order to pick up that they will route over to the dispensary to fill for you. I see. And so Florida is just arguing that, no, 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 that counts as dispensing. Um, So, yeah, there was a a memo that came out on February 1st from the Department of Health threatening to impose fines on dispensaries that were using these pre-order services, uh, up to $5,000 per violation on these fines. Um, That would stack up quick. So, yeah, the Department of Health filed a motion this week to dismiss the petition, but there is a hearing slated for next month. Uh, Interestingly enough, this all coincides with Leafly's plan to go public via a merger with Merida Capital Holdings. So this is Florida to Leafly. I'm sick of your fucking smoke! Pretty much. Pretty much. But, of course, you know, using Leafly as your web face, web front, is a lot cheaper than handling and hosting your own platform and all that stuff, so. For a lot of people. It's a convenience. You know what's inconvenient, though? No, 71% what? of New Jersey towns, which is 400 municipalities, have opted out of the recreational market. Oh. No dispensaries in more than half of the towns there. That's a lot. That's a big number, man. Yeah. 98 municipalities in South and Central Jersey passed ordinances allowing dispensaries to be there. Uh, and 41 towns prohibit dispensaries but are going to allow all the other types of licenses, like growers and transporters, processors. It's a weird one, man. It is a weird one. You're going to have to take a drive to get your recreational weed. No doubt. If you live in New Jersey. No doubt. That's about all. That's all for... Is that all for the bowl? (laughs) Not for the bowl, Well, for the the weed stories. For the weed, yes. For the weed stories. Because I got some breaking news. (gasps) Breaking news? Some late donations. Ooh. I got to account for. Uh, We want to say thank you to Quirk S. (gasps) Quirk S. 100 fantastic yeah. episodes filling our fun holes of copious fun is just the wet tip of what's to come and come well ahead you have and shall. Happy 100. Love is lit. Much love to you. Well, thank you, Quirk S. We love you, Quirk S. Oops. I'm going to come. There we go. That was, a, that was the right one. And of course, we got to do the Quirk S. Rock on. Smoke on. And... From uh, the one and only John Fletcher. 100 dimes for all the good times. Wish I could send more. Spark one up. We appreciate you, Fletch. Aw, thanks, Fletch. You do a lot for the show, and honestly, you and Carolyn are to be credited for this show even existing still. It's true. So, uh, don't feel like it's not enough. You are the whole genesis of this uh, show coming back. So, we thank you. Thank you so much. Could not... I could never... In in this lifetime, thank you enough for that. Yeah, um, 
Oh, man. I got all fucking woozy. Yeah, he does seem a bit woozy, doesn't he? Oh, oh emotional, man. There's just so much support. That's why we love you guys. Um, there's another support, of course, from one of our producers, the Reverend Cyber Trucker. The one. The only. And uh, talking about a metal moment. Metal moment. And uh, I'm going to hear. I, I should have pre-downloaded it, but because I'm such a stooge, I'm downloading it right now. It's the bowl. We're in the bowl. And we're behind the curtain. Because, you know, you know, when you get behind the curtain, you're like, oh, the you got all this bookkeeping. And then people are like, oh, hey, man, I'm going to like donate, man. Yeah, it's like a little late. But yeah. And then I'm like, whoa, man, they got like a donation, man. Oh, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. The pace slows down, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why we use the metal moment to kind of pick things back up. Get some energy in there. Inject some metal. And uh, we're, we're going in blind. Let's hear it. In the bowl and in the morning, y'all. This here is the Reverend Cybertrucker wishing Sir Spencer and Dame Lorian a happy 100th episode. And here's to a thousand more. Woo! And now for this week's Metal Moment. Woo! Testify is a promising, positive, hard rock metal band hailing from the southwestern Navajo Reservation. Combining thought-provoking lyrics with melodic metalcore influences, Testify is committed to inspiring Native youth and young adults to be proud of their heritage and to promote positive social change. Formed in Cool Ridge, New Mexico, lead vocalist and guitarist Darius Yazzie and drummer Edmund Yazzie founded the band in January of 2011. From their 2014 album, whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce, this track, Rage, is available on their Bandcamp, with a link down in the show notes. a violin in i thought it would fade out that was my bad should have faded out hey pick me right back up though i'm jumping around jumping around jumping around jumping around he spoiled me last week with that fade that oh, fade yeah. out that he had i should have faded it out hey we love the metal moment man it really picks the show back into high energy gear you know you get relaxed when those pot stories roll through you're all like yeah man Fucking government, a bunch of morons, man. You got fucking stupid. And you're like, whoa, metal moment. So you can vote for the next metal moment. Uh, where in the world are we going to go next? Go on no, no Agenda Social and uh, follow at Rev Cyber Trucker. That's our boy, the Reverend. And he'll have a new poll up. 
and uh, he'll be telling us what's coming down the chute next. Uh, people have been skipping over Australia for a few weeks. Maybe maybe Australia will finally get that love, but maybe not. Maybe not. Australia kind of being a bunch of fascist dicks right now. Of course, yeah. that's the government. That's not the people. That's not the rock stars over there. You know, it's that's just true. It's true. It's just the cunts in office. You know. Still, so. if we travel to Australia, we may not be able to get out. That's right. They might. They might throw us so. in the. Might lock us up and throw away the key. Who knows? Uh, something else that I uh, posted last week on No Agenda Social was sort of, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It might, I think it's a story for the lanes you're about to... Oh, okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, so... Thank you. Wait. I'm glad you caught me. Yeah. Let's roll into some voicemails, because this week we are talking about a certain special topic, first time I ever... Got shocked. We're not saying like someone snuck up behind you and said boo. Uh, we're talking about electric shock, which we at first incorrectly called electrocuted. First time I got electrocuted, uh, and then it was pointed out to us that actually electrocution. Uh, I mean, you're dead. That implies death or at the very least serious injury. So, you know, I've been shocked many times, but thankfully I've never been truly electrocuted, I guess, to. Um, According to that definition, so yes, we had words we had have meaning. Actually, if you look up definition of the word electrocuted, that's not what it means. So we revised it to shocked. If you if you received a short, sharp shock, if you were shocked, shocked, you say. Yes, but not because there was gambling, but because there was a certain amount of electricity, a certain amount of electrical current passing through. Uh, your body, and uh, I'll tell you right now, man, we've got some voicemails stacked up, so let's hear from some bowlers right meow. Nice. You know, when you, uh, I don't know, when you decided that the first time I ever was, uh, first time I got electrocuted, that that clip came to mind now, if you um, think you got, I think some of you in the bowl are not not old enough to remember Ren and Stimpy. Um, It was a it was on, I don't know, after, while I was in college. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot of crazy stuff in that show. If you were, were going to pick a show to clip, that would probably be, uh, that'd be a good show to clip. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was, you know, but God, back in the day, that show was uh, considered uh, just kind of gross, I guess, in some ways. I wasn't they, allowed they, to watch it. Some, you know, yeah, the, the imagery in that was interesting. But uh, it was on Nickelodeon. Hey, you know, what do you, what do you know? Um, all right, well. All right, so the, so the first time I ever got electrocuted. Now, the question is, I don't remember exactly. Was it the first time I stuck my finger in a light socket? Well, I only did that once, maybe twice. Um, first time I licked a 9-volt battery. Yeah, um, that's how you tested whether the 9-volt battery still worked or not, is you licked it. And it wasn't, you know, you don't get that much of a shock by that. Um, was it the first time I worked on a computer with with it plugged in? Yeah, that, that, I'm sure that's. You, you get you get a, get something hot every now and again, and yeah, that hurts. Or, you know, the first time that I, um, yeah. Anyway, the the first time I worked on the electricity in the house. Well, that, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting longer into this. Clearly, if you get a you know, of course, I think if you get electrocuted, then you die, and you wouldn't be having this discussion. So I guess it's the first time you get shocked by electricity. Maybe I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, there's um, you know, electricity is dangerous, and and actually. You know, I, I think about something that's dangerous that they're pushing us towards is these electric cars. Um, yeah, the batteries in those things are 
freaking bombs if they get into a get into an accident or something. Uh, not to mention the amount of electricity that's required to actually, I don't know, charge them at any sort of reasonable speed. I mean, you have to do 480 volts. I would not want to have be on the the business end of that. Uh, that so yeah, there's uh, there's uh, you got to be careful with that stuff. You you might die. You can take that to the bank. Ugh. I don't like thinking about that, honestly. Battery right under the driver's seat. I'd rather ignore it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you have the hybrid? So it's not like the full electric car battery that like generates so much power. Like the Tesla batteries generate so much power, they like put you back in your seat when you fully accelerate. Like the hybrids cannot do that. If you put the gas pedal on the floor of a hybrid, the gas engine kicks on, and neither the battery nor the engine working in tandem can really push you back in your seat. They don't accelerate very crazy. But, uh, yeah, I know that the 9-volt battery thing, it's like, uh, it's almost like a fake shock or like a, it's like such a low shock, you know, and I always wondered, like, what people sometimes do test the batteries like that with the 9-volt. It's like, are you going to test it by licking it when you can just test it by, like, putting it in the thing that needs it and seeing if it works, <laughs> right? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Just, just a thought. Just a thought, man. It just made me think. Phone boy always makes me think. And, you know, so does this next caller. What's up, nerds? This is Midas. Happy 100th show. Uh, glad y'all made it to 100. Let's hear to 100 more. And for the first time I ever, the first time I ever got shocked was the classic. I pissed on an electric fence. Nice. Oh. I was about five years old, and my older brother told me that it was awesome. And... I believed him. It wasn't awesome. Mm. Y'all have a great show and a great night. Talk to you next time. Adios, Midas. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Wow. Oh goodness. Does that like tingle your pee hole? I have so many questions now. It's funny because uh, your piss is just full of like salt. And that's really what makes it shock so well. Um, it's electric. We did have a... Uh, this is the closest we've come to dick pics on the line. Uh, look at this gif. I don't know if you can see it because it's just a thumbnail of it. Um, this was my reaction when I saw that Bull After Bull was at 100 episodes. Absolutely shocked. Congratulations on all your hard work, says the text line. And uh, there's a little gif of a gentleman in the driver's seat of a car. <laughs> and he unzips his fly. And then a uh, one of those long... Uh, bal Twisty balloons. Yeah, the balloons you make balloon animals of and shit. just pops right out of the fly and inflates all the way up to the Sweet. ceiling of the car. Very funny. Good stuff. Thanks, Texter. Thank you. HLC. Shoutouts out to HLC. Shouts out. Shouts out. Of course, the Reverend's got our link for the uh, metal moment. Uh, hey, next caller. Happy 100 episodes the mole after mole. Oh, cheers, baby. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, he hit it real good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. First time I ever got shocked, I learned two things. And this is uh, learning how to be an electrician in theater. Okay. Two things I learned. First, you learn lessons really quickly. Yeah. Second, you learn lessons when it comes to electricity that you only got to learn the one time. <laughs> yeah. And I had this little... <laughs> I had this little... Uh, Work life. And it needed a new plug on it. Just a little, 
they had to put a grounded plug on there or something. I, I don't remember the specifics, but my head electrician was like, yeah, just trim back these wires. White goes to the silver terminal. Black goes to the gold terminal. Green goes to ground. Like, okay. That seems fairly, fairly straightforward. So I trim back the uh, coating on the cable. I get it all wired up. And I put the connector on. And I go to plug it in. And there's this huge arc of sparks that just goes up in my face and I get that. Like, holy fuck. I was a little shaken. I was probably 18 at the time. Eight, 19? Somewhere in there. Probably 18. And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, I should go figure out what happened here. I went and I took it to our tech director. He's like, let me see it. And opened it up. And uh, he just had this look of disappointment and shaking his head. Because what I had done was when I had trimmed back the jacket on the lines inside the cable, I trimmed it back like an inch and a half. So that when you go to actually tie it into the connector, there's still like a good inch of exposed cable. <laughs> my dumbass slammed it all back together, screwed it shut, and when that happened, all three lines are sitting there <laughs> touching each other. And uh, that was something that I have never done again. Yeah, uh, I've been zapped plenty of times, like standing on the uh, ice rink and it's like a faulty ground in the building power and sitting there touching the truss. You're standing in the pool of water. You're getting these little zaps on your fingers, uh, bad motors that are sending 220 down. And you're like, you're touching on your knee and then you grab the railing. So like crawl underneath and you get the zap from the railing because you grounded that. Whoa, whoa. I'm going to finish it. Complete. Oh my God. Was that the first time that I ran over? Oh my God. Fuck. Um, but yeah, so touching the motor with my knee, grab the yeah. railing of the building to climb underneath of it, get, get a really good jolt there. Yeah. Um, never really been, I haven't had any other, like, super shitty, terrible experiences, but I will tell you this, and this might be a little more fucked up, but I would much prefer getting electrocuted than drowning. Through hmm. and through. I, I, I know that's like a weird, dark left turn, but <laughs> I would ride that lightning dragon all the way. Because it's just... Okay. Electricity's fucking cool, man. It's tower shit. Sure, nature. <laughs> Anyways, hope you guys have a good 100, and thank you for your courage. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. That's an interesting, uh, maybe unpopular opinion. Rather be electrocuted than drown. Wow. Someone's, someone's <laughs> shocked over there. Yes. The baby's shocked. He said, yo. Yo. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa. He's trying to say it. Trying to say it. Yeah, man. Anytime that uh, you've got one limb and then the other limb and they complete a circuit and then like the electricity can pass right through your middle. Mm. Like, oh, man. Well, that's the real sound you make, too. Ooh, we got a text line text in from Cold Acid. Cold Acid Desu. Four years ago, armed with a spoon, trying to jam it into a wall outlet. Oh, no. Might explain some things since. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. There you have it. A love for anime titties was born. Kind of like being bit by a radioactive spider only. Anime titty style. There you have it. Oh, a goal? I mean, old. Did I read a go? 
Did you say ago? Four years old. I thought I said old. I said ago. He was four years old. It wasn't four years ago. <laughs> Just to clear that up. <laughs> this is why you gotta remain in the chat to make sure that I don't fuck your message up. <laughs> I said ago. What an idiot. Uh, clearly he was four years old. He's not a grown-ass man putting spoons in the wall. Okay? I promise. <laughs> Plus, he's been fucked up for way longer than just the last four years, is what he's trying to say. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I don't know how long this last car has been fucked up, but she says she's fucked up tonight. Hey. Happy 100th episode, Bowler. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, Spencer. Love you, Lorian. Love y'all. Love you, Wolf Cub and the girls. Yes. It's Phoenix. Um, I love it. I love the people. Hey, hey. I haven't called in in a while and figured I would. Yeah. And so I'm up listening and give you guys congrats on your 100th episode. Thank you. You're totally killing it. Love you guys so much. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Your F-tie is the first time I ever got shocked. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been shocked. I mean, oh, I've electrically been shocked. Lucky. I, you know, I was stupid enough to stick my fingers in a light socket and... I did it more than once. Oh, Apparently, that's I don't learn after the first time. Oh, that's shocked. But nothing really shocks me. Well, save <laughs> for, you know, how epically fucking stupid people can be. That is shocking. I mean, that's evident by all these fucking sheep who are buying into this whole scamdemic bullshit and, you know, all the variants that, hi, you know, fucking people are not smart enough to realize the vaccines are what are fucking creating the variants. But I guess it just goes along with the narrative of the governmental genocide that the entire world is being subjected to. So anyways, again, congrats. Love you guys. In the bowl. In the bowl. In the bowl. Yeah. Very shocking. Shocking what we've come to, isn't it? Yeah. You'd think that uh you'd think that this many times through the same script people would start be catching on. I don't know. Maybe people are. Who really knows? How can you tell? How can you tell? I'm not sure. About much. Not sure about much. But we're feeling the love from you, from the bowlers, from this next caller. We're, oh, it's a love fest. It's a love fest well, tonight. Well, the first time I ever I, I got shocked um, was probably a lot later on in life. Yeah. I, I was always a, a very careful child growing up. Um, but uh, a little later on, I was a little reckless. A little reckless. Reckless. And uh, so, so it, I experimented with a uh, with a uh, fly electric fly swatter, Ooh. and I got shocked on multiple parts of my body. Wow! And then I got shocked then with with the electric fly swatter. I liked I I liked the me electrocuting them. Okay, that was that was what I that was cool. Um, that part you were into, but I haven't. Wasn't like I got shocked. Like, oh, I stuck my tongue in a in a electrical outlet. No, Oof. no, no. I didn't do any of that. You have to have stuff. Like a just, tiny tongue. Just really dumb stuff. But I just wanted to let you guys know about that. Yeah. And shocking. I hope you have a great show, you, Lorian. You're looking beautiful. Oh, Spencer. Yeah. Beautiful, as always. Thank you, darling. Great show. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.
We love you. Yes, we love you. Carolyn. Carolyn, the genesis of the rebirth. I just came a hundred times for a hundred episodes of Bowl After Bowl. Oh, Woo! wow. You could tell that her voice was quivering. I'm going to come. Definitely. Exhausting. Come after come. A hundred times she came. I need to hear that again. I just came a hundred times for a hundred episodes of Bowl After Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. How can you even dial the phone after all that coming, man? That's got to be exhausting. Probably had the voice dial. She got us on speed dial. Just uh, hit the, hey, Siri, call bull after bull. Boop, 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 boop. And then it dials 816-607-3663. That's, that's the only way she could have pulled it off, man. Only way she could have pulled lavish that she was in the middle of 101. <laughs> 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 oh, well, don't stop on our account. Don't stop on our account. Hey, here's the next bowler. Bowler. Bowlers. One hundred episodes. Can you believe it? Freshly packed. Spark one up. Highly stacked. Yes. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I know you're gonna do like a hundred more. I think so. A hundred more after that, and a hundred more after that. Feels like it. And on and on and on. So many bowls. <laughs> so many holes. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's all I can say because I'm already kind of high. Oh, nice. We won't but tell anybody. First time I ever got shocked. Yeah. I was probably I was probably three years old. Three years old. And uh, my sister bit me, and I was like, "What? Oh God." Oh, not that kind of shocked. Yeah. Okay, so first <laughs> yeah. time I ever got shocked. Like, was, like, was your sister an electric eel? <laughs> I wasn't much older than three, okay. maybe seven. We had this big dog, half German Shepherd, half St. Bernard. An electric eel dog? And for some reason my dad thought that installing an electric fence would keep him from jumping over the fence. Mm. No, nah, it didn't. No. Nah. Uh, and when it rained... Uh, all the holes that this dog would dig to like lay in the nice cool dirt, they'd fill up with water. We'd go and play in these holes. Well, uh -oh. I was in one of these said holes full of water, and uh, I tripped and fell while in the puddle and uh, grabbed a hold of the fence. You? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't turned up all the way, though. No doubt. Um, Your goose could have been yeah, cooked. The dog, being a good dog, you know, he kind of nudged me to get get me to quit grabbing the fence because I was locked up. Mm. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Suffered no uh, ill side effects, though. The No ill side effects, though. Yeah. Side effects, though. Uh, 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 uh. No, none at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your man's perfectly fine. You can't even tell. Can't even tell. Oh, man. Well, at least he had no ill side effects. That's good. It's good they made it. Yeah, that is true. That's like, uh, if you get the shit shocked out of you, that's the one thing that's fucked up is like all your muscles contract and you squeeze the shit. It's hard to let go. And, you know, I'm Mr. Fucking Lifesaving Nerd. If you ever see somebody who's probably getting electrocuted, you basically kind of want to try and run and throw yourself at them with a shoulder or some kind of non-exposed skin and just kind of like basically bump into them really hard because you don't want to grab a hold of them if you grab a hold of them then you're just in the same fucking scenario and then you got a chain of guys getting electrocuted mm. it's rough stuff and yeah if you're standing in water that just makes it a hell of a lot worse 
Yeah. Hell of a lot worse. Because no then bueno. you're, ground, you're grounded. Oh. It's all fucked up, man. Oof. Yeah, Fletch says hit him with a stick. <laughs> hit this next caller with a stick because he's the last caller. Next caller is the last caller. If I was a blunt, would you do me? Oh, wait, that's not the same color. I'd do me. <laughs> Who wouldn't do that blunt? Listen to this blunt. <laughs> That's I'd a blunt. Do, I'd do a blunt. I'd do that blunt. That's a blunt that just got done right there. <laughs> just got done. Adam Curry would do that blunt. Oh, yeah. He'd do a blunt. He'd never even done a blunt, but he'd do that one. I've never done a blunt. I'd do one. <laughs> no doubt. Okay, next caller. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 motherfucking episode. Uh, honey! <laughs> honey! Woo! Oh. Uh-oh. You have come so far, babes. No doubt. God damn. I'm gonna come. Bowl after bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl till he's sick. Oh, after bowl after bowl. <laughs> bowl after bowl. 100. Hard to believe, really. Toke. After strokes, Ooh. after smokes, after claps, after slaps. Oh, it just keeps getting better. Ooh. I am so coming. proud of you both. <laughs> you are fucking amazing. And you deserve all, all of the accolades, all of the success and prosperity and attention. Pshaw. And contributions and everything. It's about everybody, I'm, man. I'm verklempt. I don't know what to say anymore. It's about you too, you know. It's just so wonderful. You deserve it too, you know. Thank you for everything. Thank you for all of the incredible fucking stoked <laughs> smoke soaked, <laughs> uh, wow. content. I am really high. Great times. <laughs> fucking great times i don't i don't know what to say i'm sorry i'm having a hard time today and um i had so nothing hard. special prepared for you i'm so sorry oh that's all right i feel like i've let you down in a big no, way not at and all. i'm Never. so proud of you i just want to call and say i love you oh. happy 100th Hell yeah. I might call back with some other goofballery maybe. for insanity. Maybe, but maybe. I hope Never you know. have a fucking wonderful show. It's been great. You are two of the most spectacular, stellar, magnificent people. And may you have a hundred more and on and on you go. <sighs> Mm. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Bowl after bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rock on. Smoke on. Mm-hmm. We love you too, Corkass. Thank you. You know, it's funny you say, like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't prepare anything. I'm just, like, off the cuff. And, like, we thought all week about. You know, what can we do? It's the 100. It's going to be special. It's going to be this, that. <laughs> we, what are we going to do? It's different. And uh, really, it also was like one of the busiest months we've had all year. 
easily. And this was quite a busy week. <laughs> and these last two weeks have been the peak of the month. As far as running around like idiots, planning all this different crap. And, uh, you know, we just were like, hey, what about the the formula? Let's just stick to the formula. There's going to be longer segments, obviously, because, you know, more people are going to want to call in and we're going to get, you know, some emails and voicemails, donations and this kind of stuff. And so, like, we'll just go a little long, you know. We won't even tell the affiliates. They probably already figured it out by now. And uh, that's what's beautiful, man. Just come. Give us the... Just keep, you know, keep doing what we've been doing and maybe build on it a little bit, but we just kind of stuck to the formula. And uh, you as well, you know, I, I we appreciate like the love and stuff, but this is for all the bowlers, you know. It's not just about me and Lorian in the basement here. It's about everybody coming together and just having a hell of a Tuesday every yeah. week, you know. Joining so, us in the bowl. That's why we are participatory podcast participatory show we like getting people involved and just being a part of it and being somewhat of an escape you know somewhat of a a little bit of a hang cast but with a certain kind of current events uh current certain tokes so yeah you don't have to apologize for not planning stuff man you're in the bowl in the bowl man it's just uh it's just off the cuff you know, the baby's planning his big speech. All right, all right, we get it. We got it. That's a good speech. Good speech, man. This next caller's got a speech, I guarantee it. For episode 100, I thought I would uh, leave some dick pics in the text messages, but then I thought I'll just leave it in the voicemail. Oh, yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did he just bounce? Uh, was that a wiener bouncing off of a microphone? That's impressive. That's impressive. To get that kind of uh, sound and resonation. <laughs> Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller, for the audible dick pic. Uh, Bull after bull, the only show that brings you dick pics you can hear. Dicks in the ears. Hey, this is Douchebag Pat from Michigan Local Number One. I hey. want to be the first on behalf of the state of Michigan to congratulate you on your 100th episode and tickle the little wolf cup for me, would you? Thank you. Kindly. Bye. Cheers, Douchebag oh, Pat. You got it. Thank you. Wow, he really was the first from Michigan to holler. Um, but just by minutes. <laughs> just by minutes. Oh. Um, Hmm. My fan's on. You probably can hear it in the background, but uh, I'm not going to turn it off because it's not after here today. No. He's like 90, I don't know, 90 hard. Started sweating in your underwear. You're going to need a bigger fan, that Ned, because I can't hear um, shit. Anyway, let it rain. It's probably nasty as shit outside right now, so leaving the fan on. Anyway, um, I, uh, getting to the point, drink. Entirely too much bourbon already tonight. Uh, got gifted a bottle of it for a little bit of computer work. Anyways, um, my uh, first time I got shocked, I'm positive that I can remember the exact time because um, it was uh, when you would stick a when you're a kid, you'd stick a uh, nine volt battery on your tongue, sure, and then feel that yeah, yeah. I, I didn't freak out, you know. Um, first time you did it, you're only like. Uh, thought something might be wrong with you or whatever. <laughs> and then he continued to do it here and there until he grew out of that uh, 
phase, I guess. I don't know. Right. Probably only did it probably maybe half a dozen times. It's addictive but at first, isn't other it? Than that, Strangely. Um the time that I remember I got a serious jolt, I was uh still doing design work of automotive tooling and uh was working at a place that knew I was going to school for computer uh sciences and uh the office like secretary or office manager or whatever you want to call it uh, was kind of handling the IT duties for this company. Um, she had absolutely no idea what she was doing. Uh, Classic. Very airheaded. Uh, and this is back when tape backups were all the rage. Uh, it was almost like a little like VCR tape that backed up all your data to them. I can't remember what the capacity was on those. Somebody will probably fire that up in the uh, uh, chat room. But um, anyways, a tape had gotten stuck overnight, and she had take the, taken the housing off the tape drive and was trying to eject it, couldn't get it out, and um, the owner of the place told her to come back and get me because I had, uh, you know, IT experience, and I was going to school for computers. And uh, so anyways, I went up front and... Looked at the device, uh, started to pick it up where I could see I could release the tape and touched the coil on it, and she had left it plugged in, and it gave me, like, a serious zap. Yeah. Uh, so I looked at her right away and and said, and said, and said what? He's lost his mojo. You know, he used to have it right down to, like, the wire. He used to be like, oh, and I'm about to cut off and then cut off. I don't know, man. Maybe this traumatic reliving of the shock is just—it's—it's—it's—it's affected his timing. I never seem to be able to keep track of the time again, but um, or anymore. But yeah, you used to be so on it. Anyways, in my train of thought, there, where was I? Uh, She was just about to say. It handed it to me. Yeah. It shocked me. I threw it down and looked at her and said, "What the fuck? It's plugged in." (laughs) This lady's face had like a look of horror on it. she was the sister of the owner, uh, so... Uh, Un- untouchable? Uh, unplugged it, got the tape out of it. Put it back. I put it back all together, plugged it back in, got it, made sure it was running, uh, and then went back to working. And uh, a little bit while later, the owner called me into his office because he was worried I was going to file a lawsuit against right, him for shocking yeah. the fuck out of me. Uh-huh. But, uh, they get nervous about really that kind of shit. hurt other than... You know, it didn't leave any marks on me or anything like that, other than it gave me quite a jolt. But, uh, anyways, that was the worst time I ever remember being shocked. Very in shocking. In the bowl, Ned Ned. In the bowl. In the bowl. Have you ever done the Have you ever done the nine volt battery thing? No. Never. <laughs> no. Not one time. Nope. Oh my God! Why not? Uh, I don't know. You never tried it not one time. <laughs> no. But when was the first time you ever got shocked? Oh, probably going down a slide, you know, static Oh, sure, okay. I didn't even think about the static shock. Oh, yeah. man, that sucks. That's annoying, but it's kind of a different kind of shock, too, isn't it? Yes. And one of the most uh, memorable shocks for me was at nighttime being able to see the static electricity on my pajamas when oh, I'd, like, yeah. rub my PJ pants together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. Or like a fuzzy blanket when you like rub your toe down it and it's like, 
Yeah. Spark goes across. Yeah. Like, was... Lights the room up almost. That was wild times. Yeah. <laughs> that's my first static story. Static electricity. That's all. Yeah. That's all you've been shocked with. Yeah. I now, I know you've been shocked with a couple other things, including the pen. The pen. The prank pen is the one you hate. Recently, I was shocked with the prank pen because the prank pen stays in the pen cup. One of the many pen cups in this house. Yep. And so I'm on the phone or something and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just jot that down in one second. I'm like, oh, a nice shiny silver pen. Like, yeah. I know exactly what it looks like, but I still <laughs> grab it and I'm like, oh, that looks like a pen that's going to work. It that looks like look, a pen that's going to write. It is the best looking <laughs> pen in the pen cup for sure. And then I hit that top and it's just like, <laughs> oh, fuck. But no, I, uh, I was always pretty scared of getting shocked to the point where... There was an arcade game. It was like the Adams Family, and you're supposed to hold on to these vibrating uh, joysticks or something. Yeah, and they were like big sticks. You're supposed to grab them, and then it would pretend to be an electrocution. And just the mere thought was enough for me. I was like, "Nope, I'm not getting shocked today." And I also remember the first time I went to a chiropractor. Ooh, this is hedging on a new first time I ever. But <laughs> you know, they want to put the little. Uh, nodes or whatever the electric yeah. stickers on your neck yeah the little massage like, things yeah. i was like do i have to do i have to I, I really don't want to uh just put it at a one just put it at a one and then i was like oh that feels nice though you know yeah and it's like yeah bump me up to a five yeah the tens being correct i'm being uh helped out here in the chat <laughs> now i have my own tens device tens device can be nice, but no. Uh, yeah, they kind of just soften your muscles up. It's like uh, it makes them squeeze. It makes them contract. Yeah. You remember your first time? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. The first time, well, of course, there's static shocks, and I don't even know probably the first time I ever got static shocked. It was definitely in the winter, probably my dad, because he's that kind of dude. But somebody just like shuffle, 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 shuffle in their socks and then just tap you, you know, Mm -hmm. real obviously. Because snap. Because snap like that. Yeah. That hurts. It does hurt. I don't, I didn't even think about that as a shock. (laughs) Um, There were a few different games that would shock you, but the first time I ever really actually got shocked was by one of those disposable cameras. Okay. I used to love the disposable cameras and I was in scouts. So when I'd go camp outs and stuff like that, my mom would send me with disposable cameras, especially for summer camp. And I was a real fan of what you would do if you're a jackass, uh, tween with a, with a, you know, one of the disposable cameras, you charge up the flash and then you would smack it on your hand and it could just, it would flash. Cause basically the mechanism inside of there are two long, metal, thin, uh, they're not really wires, because they're thicker than that, but uh, the mechanism, when you push down the shutter, touches them together, it completes the circuit, and it lights up that flash really fast. So when you smack it on your hand when that thing's charged up, they touch, and it releases that flash. And so you would, like, do it in the middle of the night when it's all dark. You'd be, like, you'd, like, go up to a dude and who was sleeping on a cot and you tap him on the shoulder you'd be like hey hey man they'd wake up like who what and then you go smack and then just like it's just blinding light right complete assholery um 
But anyway, the reason I know what it all looks like and how it works is that I get the bright idea to take one apart piece by piece. It started because it was in my pocket all day in the summer, and so it got all sweaty. And so part of the case fell off. And it was the part where the film went in the bottom. And I was like, oh, shit, that's where the film goes in. Like, I had never really thought about how a disposable camera worked like any other film camera, you know? Mm-hmm. How all the pieces would be there and, like, how it all worked. I just, like, not until I saw that compartment, I was like, oh, shit, the film's in there. And then I was like, I wonder how the flash works because you can smack it on and stuff, you know? So I kept taking it apart. And then I got down to the metal shit where all the flash is, and it was actually charged up. Oh. And um, I was while I was taking it apart, it kind of slipped in my hands, and so I grabbed it. Just like the call, there's a few callers who have grabbed stuff, like uh, Fletcher grabbed the fence when he was falling. Like you're falling and you're trying to catch it, and you just don't think you just grab. Oh man! Oof. So I touched the flash part and completed it, and I touched the battery where that electricity draws from. And it just went right through my chest, like, whoom, and it flashed also. <laughs> so it flashed right in my face as I get this jolt in my chest. Oh, man, and I just had the heebie-jeebies. That, getting shocked always gives me the heebie-jeebies, like, whoa, 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 I hate it. I always have to, like, jump around and swear a lot. But, Jesus, with the flash, that just, like, escalated it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've intense. touched, uh, with a screwdriver in a hand, I've touched... Uh, an outlet too, which is a big shock. It fucking hurts. I was replacing this uh, plug-in outlet. Had no idea that the damn thing was still juiced because we had turned all of the fucking breakers off, right? So we made sure oh. that everything was turned off. But we turned everything off in that room, but stupid us. I was in college, so I hadn't really done work like this before. And... Uh, we didn't actually plug something in to fucking test it, you know. Mm. We just turned it, the breaker off and then everything in that room turned off. And we were like, that's the one, you know. Yeah, it's off. But of course, everything in your shit is wired differently. And you always have to test, test, test it to make sure it's off. It wasn't off. Oh. So then I took out the fucking thing and I <laughs> changed the, I changed, I attempted to change the outlet with, without, with you know, with it being hot is so dumb but it ended up biting me pretty good luckily i didn't grab onto it it was uh it just kind of bumped me and it was it bit me and i was like oh shit so no injury it could have been bad though always test always test your outlets kids because just because the light went off in the same room doesn't necessarily mean that thing's not hot man since i'm going off of static shock experiences you remember the touching the laptop in the winter oh that's the worst speaker that made my wrist to elbow hurt pretty bad yeah sometimes <laughs> it nasty one. it's wild we'll have a, we have our laptop plugged into the tv in the living room and we stream stuff off of it just it's connected with an hdmi cable and sometimes you, the laptop will shock you and the whole damn tv will flicker yep oh and it hurts so bad it's like strong shock Ugh. So I always, when I approach the laptop, even when it's totally summer and humid, I still like will knock my knuckle real hard <laughs> yeah. against it because that's the only way I can really stand to get shocked if I know it's coming. Is like just knock a knuckle real hard down on it, like you're rapping on it, you know. And then 
the shock pain blends in with the knuckle smack pain <laughs> and it it's also a little tiny part right there you know and yeah, it's quick the knuckles that's good the worst is when you on a on a computer I th- I think part of it is going through the trackpad too yep. you touch that electric trackpad and you get shocked through that and it's just got all of the power and electricity of the fucking TV and the laptop that's plugged in and it's quick but it's like yeah it's right in your fingertip it's like the most sensitive part Ugh. Yeah, that is that is got to be the worst. Yeah. Got some texts rolling in. Ooh. Hey, hope you received my donation. I sent it a little late, about 10 minutes after you went live. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tuned in and vibing right along with you, babes. Corkess. Aw, yay, Corkess. Vibing along, vibing along. Also, Rev lets us know that uh, the poll's up. Sorry I spaced the fade. It was because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. <laughs> da, 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 da. No, we forgive... We forgive the violent ending. It was a metal violent ending. Yes. And we got a dick pic. I got a dick pic. Lori's <laughs> oh. life has changed. It's true. It's true. This is a happy moment for me. It happened. Hell yeah. Incredible. Incredible. The 100th episode. All kinds it of surprises. happened. All kinds of lovely little <laughs> surprises. Thank you for your service, Jeez. Texter. Um, there's another voicemail on the line. The first time I was ever shocked, Great Malenko had just come out, and I listened to that shit and thought, man, somebody finally understands me. <laughs> that shocking feeling of being understood. Shocked. All at once. In the bull collar. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Thank you. Hey, hey, <clears throat> hey, hey, uh, hey, hey. Uh, smokers, uh, bowlers. Hey. Uh, yeah, first time I ever got, you know, the little shocky. Uh, the first memorable was taking apart those goddamn disposable cameras. Yes. <laughs> you know, back when they had the film, you'd wind each roll. Hell yeah, And baby. then you hear that little capacitor load. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> especially at wedding parties, oh, I would take one that was uh, already full and I'd totally disassemble it, eject that little uh, weird ass, looked like a barbell almost with a weird handle. Yeah. Anyway, I'd uh, wind out the film and put that in a bowl in the center of the table. You know, the damn uh, wedding, uh, back in the day, wedding um, set up tables, whatever. So yeah. then I'd have this uh, circuit board, and I'd expose, and I'd uh, jigger around with it, jigger around with the thing, <laughs> and get it to charge that uh, capacitor, and holy shit, uh-huh. that'll shock your elbow enough to drop a drink. <laughs> At My least. cousin swears he still has a scar from when I got him. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I think I got him multiple times. <laughs> anyway, um, have another bowl. <laughs> Happy 100. Go fuck yourself. Or stay safe. Stay safe. Adios. Adios. Oh, Dr. Sir. What an honor to hear from you, brother. Wow. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. That disposable camera. There's nothing quite like it, man. Especially if you're like a tinker or fidgeter kind of guy that just 
likes to explore how the hell things work. How does this thing do what it does? And you don't want to read a book about it or look it up or ask anybody. You just want to learn firsthand right there. <laughs> and you just go for it, man. And hell yeah, those things will shock the balls off of a... I don't know what. I don't know what. Sir Mike Crotch. Man, we could do a first time I ever got a voicemail from Sir Mike Crotch. I bet yeah. we could get some callers on that. On that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. In the bowl. That'll be the bonus F-tie, but I already had an F-tie written down here, too. We could add it to the list. In the bowl, in the bowl, sir, doctor, doctor, sir. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, God, got this full moon, too. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Normal. Cheers, congrats. Thank you. You're a lovely man with the lovely voicemails. Um, this is the final, this is the final voicemail on the shoot. You want to hear it? Yes. Here it comes. In the bowl, you guys. Um, happy 100th episode. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I, uh, uh, yeah, DeLorean probably nailed the first time I ever got shocked, which, but, but that's, that's kind of, you know, everybody got shocked that way first, probably. I didn't the, even uh, think of that. Yeah. Uh, with the laundries. Um, but the most impressive time I think that I ever got shocked or the one that really put the fear of electricity in me not that i wasn't already cautious but this night in particular i wasn't being cautious at all <laughs> uh -oh. and i was doing yard work at night and it was moist and dewy outside and i had some lights that were not designed to be external lights um run out on a like a, a wire or something that i had run through the backyard um so that i could so that i could drape lights off of it anyway oops I fell off of the, I fell off of the planet on anyway. Sorry, bowlers. But you know you're not supposed to trust the switch anyway. Oh. You know you're not supposed to trust the switch anyway. Found it. So <laughs> I, I I went ahead and unscrewed this fucking light bulb, and and boom! Oh, shit. <laughs> all of a sudden, I am like on the ground, like all of my muscles contracted, and Oof. I I found myself balled up on the ground, very very startled. Um, but. I didn't get the light screwed all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> and at this Shit. point, like, it's probably it's not going to happen twice. Um, <laughs> right? And so I go to screw it in again without unplugging the fucking thing. And this time, I not only did I slam straight down to the ground, um, oh my, my I involuntarily, like, exhaled all of the, oh, like, scream, ex scream exhaled all of the breath in my lungs. It's fucking terrifying, and I don't think I'll ever do it that way again. I don't think. In the bowl. That's why his body fell apart. <laughs> In the bowl. Oh, man. Damn. He got hit, and then he got hit again, man. Like, well, I got that out. That can't happen again. Oh, man. With electricity. Oh, once you get bit, you know something's hot, and then you have to just go and make it not hot somehow. You got to say, oh, fuck, that's hot. I just... I'm thinking about the what your body just automatically does getting shocked like with big voltage like that. Because the, the camera was the same way, especially with it going through your chest, which is like, it fucking is freaky. Um, but luckily that disposable camera, it's just all that discharge. It comes out of the capacitor and then there's nothing left to nail you, you know? So then uh, you do get that initial squeeze, but then it relaxes because the current just automatically stopped after that full flash oh but i like 
I remember jumping up in the air like to an angle, like off to the side, and then like throwing down the thing after it flashed at me, and just being like, "Oh fuck!" Like the heebie-jeebie style, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I uh, sorry I fell off the voicemail I was playing. Oh my god. Hey, you nailed the find. Yes. Sometimes yeah, right I back there. sometimes I'm like trying to think efficiently with the voicemails and the texts coming in, and then I might try to check something. But as soon as you switch even a voicemail or a tab or anything, then it stops playing automatically. There's no background play. Spoiled by better apps. Um, oh, snap. One of our texts just ordered shock pins from eBay, and he ordered them in all caps. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be a shipment, my man. Ooh. There are several prank shock things that shock people, but I will say that the pin is the most believable <laughs> one I've ever seen. There's some, there's some okay lighters. But most of us are like so intimately familiar with just Bix in general and then also the cheap shitty gas station lighter. It's like the only two lighters, you know? So then when you feel a different lighter, you like look at it. You're like, oh, what's this one? And you like take a closer look at it. And then you're like, well, what the fuck's going on here? You know? Yeah. Um, those those don't pass the smell test. Oh, that pen though. And you They're just... close, but. Put your thumb right on top of the pen to click down. Ooh. Oh, man. I played this game, too. They had this game. I didn't like to play it, but, like, you'd see it at a lot of different youth groups. I can't remember the name of it. It's, like, Aftershock or some shit like that. Everyone would hold a joystick with a button. It was basically, like, imagine those shock pins. There's four of them, each connected to a wire to a center thing, right? So there's this game, and there's this, like, light and song that plays in the middle. It's almost like musical chairs, right? Okay. And it counts down, and then at a random time, it'll be, like, go or whatever and you have to let go of your button with your thumb you just have to let go with your thumb and the last Last person person. that lets go gets shocked Oof! i didn't really like that game very much no that would have been a no thanks um from me (laughs) we did get an additional vm sliding in while that vm was playing all right this is bullshit Uh i can't believe i forgot to say congratulations on getting to 100 (laughs) episodes i know how hard that is um Getting to, uh, well, doing a hundred of anything is, you know, challenging. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I've done, I don't know how many episodes of my podcast. I was doing it daily for a while, but I'm not anywhere doing anywhere near that at this point. Uh, you know, it's, of course, I'm also doing two podcasts now. Uh, yeah, day job, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, I know it's hard. I know it's hard work doing, you know, a podcast and, uh, you know, you guys have upped your game for sure. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, congratulations. Uh, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're a great part of the community and, you know, and of course I've got to now, I've got to now find the clip because, you know, this is, uh, this, this goes with the, uh, you know, this is the problem with having a, with having the soundboard. You actually have to be able to find the clip when you actually oh. want to play it. You can't do it because Tell you're, me about it, you're a dumbass. Fucking mean it. And you're dumb. <laughs> Wait, wait, I've got one, I've got one, I know it. Are you accusing me of being dumb? Uh, yeah. Well, phone boy, thank you. That means yeah, a thank lot. Thank you, phone boy. Coming from you, sir. Um, yeah, phone boy speaks. Phone boy speaks. You've done the, the 100 episodes almost 14 times. Ooh. Your latest one on August 12th was episode 1375, Fun with Social Security. So, yeah. <laughs> Talk about a guy who's done the work right there. Been doing them for ages. He also has the great jingles, the No Agenda jingles. It's like a go-to guy. That's where you get your first No Agenda clips that you download that you can play for people from Phone Boy. He's a great curator of them. 
Oh, well, thank you, everyone, for shocking us and voicemailing us and texting us and dick-picking us. Yes, thank you. And an you. incredible, incredible, um, incredible celebration, and uh, definitely appreciate it. And... My next first time I ever idea... Yes. If I can steal it from what Fletcher said on Hogsdory last night, first time I ever got a hundred bucks... Oh, first time I ever got up a hundred bucks. To make up for not going with a hundred themed first time yeah, I ever tonight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a short-sighted one. Womp womp. We were excited about that. But shocked. we came up came up we with it shocked. on 99, man. So, yeah. Hey, there you go. Should have come up with, like, first time you ever sung 99 bottles of beer oh. all, all the way through. Oh, missed opportunity. I think that always happens, like, at least once in your life. Now we have to wait till episode 999. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, thanks everybody. Always a pleasure to hear. And uh, you can always chime in on the voicemail or the text line anytime, night, or day if you're listening to this during the week at 816-607-3663. Um, there's one thing left to do, I suppose. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. My first story on the lanes tonight is something everyone's been talking about. Probably everyone's seen. Starting October 1st, OnlyFans will be banning sexual content. What? What? You can't. Oh. Yeah, what's all that about? But they can, and they're going to. I consider it an invasion. The date (laughs) coincides with a policy change at one of the banks. Aha. Mm-hmm. So it's all about banking. See, I had heard whispers about like uh, investors, potential investors. And by banks, I mean MasterCard. Oh, sure. Payment processors. Payment processor. Those bitches that have a stranglehold on too much of our lives. Too much of our lives. Well, that's kind of fucked up, isn't it? So the date's what now again? October 1st. October 1st. So you've got... Until, oh, I guess that's September. So you got a little more than a month left, huh? They're not banning nudity. Just sexual content. Sexually explicit content, right? (laughs) Yeah, I haven't found their policies, but... Where's the line? Now everybody has to, like, find the line line and then constantly edge and grind against the line. So fun. That'll be, like, all OnlyFans stuff now. OnlyFans has been pulling my pictures down for at least the last six months. Right. Just one by one. Here and there. Here picking and there. them out. Picking yep. them off. You know, it feels almost like Instagram is sort of a version of that. So, like, oh, OnlyFans yeah. will just be, like, a deeper version. You can go slightly farther than Instagram. But, like, I mean, Instagram is very weird. Very weird in what they'll allow and what they won't allow. Like, you can show nipple if there's sheer over it or if there's, like, a see-through shirt. No problem. Uh-huh. Um, you can show literally everything related to birth. Yes. Which I was, you know, I think that's a good thing and smart and healthy. Uh, but also like very surprised by it. I was just like, oh Jesus, there it all is. But that wouldn't be considered sexual content. It's different, you know. Is it though? Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I suppose it's being a process. Yeah, I suppose it's the ultimate um consequence of sex. Or the ultimate, uh, you know what I'm trying to say? The final act. The final act. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, that's up there. Uh, but nitpicks, <laughs> not allowed. Breastfeeding, you can have, I believe. 
You I don't think they feed. can discriminate yep. against breastfeeding nipples. Oscar, it says the ultimate sexual content is literally the baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way to look at it. That's what the yeah the product you could say. The product. The product. Um. Yeah, that is going to be an interesting territory. So, with the OnlyFans, how how do you think they'll do it? With do you think they'll just take down all the rest of the shit that's considered over the line, and then what? Leave up the nudes that are okay, or I don't know. I have no idea how they're going to do it. And then to me, it it's like, dumb because what do you think of when you think of OnlyFans? You think of porn. Porn, yeah, it, hardcore sexually porn. explicit content. Yeah, fully hardcore. No porn. nuance shit. Not from stuff. You know, from porn. certain people that you follow, like your specific porn. You know, like yes. that's the point of OnlyFans is I follow this person to look at them naked and fucking. And then some people have like regular non-lewd, non-nude uh, OnlyFans accounts also. Sure. Yeah, fitness, but they sort cooking. Of, yeah, they do like regular tier content and they use it sort of like Patreon, but with, you know. I'm guessing that's what they're going to be pushing. It's interesting. Maybe. Maybe they'll push some of that. Their G-rated content. Where do you think everybody else is going to go? Because there's also mini vids. Oh, and by the way, I guess everybody has a month and some change to get the OnlyFans content while it's good. Oh, yeah. OnlyFans.com slash Lorian. We'll be going away soon. I haven't... You haven't been posting on there. Haven't had a post. Since they started pulling my stuff down, no. Yeah. Because you don't... It's just like, what are they going to do, you know? Yeah. How am I knowing... My account is a full portfolio. Right. But everything since I've opened it. So, you know, still reason I access it. It's still all there. So when this news... Just haven't been adding more because, yeah, I, there were some mirror... Oh, right. ...shots, a nice mirror shoot, and they asked me to ID the second model I was with. Dumbasses. So then I kindly responded. I figured it was just a bot flagging it. Right. It was two faces and whatever. Uh, I kindly responded that it was me. You know, and they have all my information and they flagged it again. And then I responded with the same thing and was like, I've been through this. And then they pulled it. They just started taking them down. <laughs> oh, my God. That one, at least. Um, you got to wonder yeah, you if know, they're reading the, the... The censorship of w- words. It's just been a long frustration. I'd like to move my art to value for value model. I'm right. just not sure how to go about doing it. Yeah, I've been thinking of the same thing. So when I first heard the news, I thought it was like a meme or a joke. You know, I thought it was a prank or like some 4chan prank or something. You know, I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, exactly. So I just saw, I was just scrolling and I saw some post saying OnlyFans is going to stop. (laughs) OnlyFans is going to ban sexually explicit content. I was like, (laughs) okay, sure. Yeah. Bullshit. You know, I didn't even click on the link. I would just rolled my eyes and kept scrolling. But it turned out to be real, and I was like, no fucking way. And then that's what I posted on the on the socials. I was like, you know, who, hey, who, who's interested in helping us come up with like a decentralized value-for-value value smut distribution system? Because OnlyFans is going the way of Tumblr when they're doing this. You know what I mean? They're shooting themselves right in the foot. They're disallowing the only reason people flock to the site. They're going to be disallowing it. So people are going to have to come up with whatever's the new OnlyFans. Um, and I'm sure whatever payment processors are probably going to war with that. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if there's legislation coming down the chute or what this means. Uh, maybe just in the UK specifically, because OnlyFans is UK based. They need a bleeding license to do anything over there. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a little bit of that. 
uh, who knows? But rather than just play whack-a-mole, would rather figure out a way where you can do where you can reasonably age verify, set a paywall up, and then do value for value. You know, maybe there's an initial uh, membership, right, to get through a paywall, and that's your age check because there has to be an age check. Yes. Um, and not just are you 21? Yeah, and not just click yes. <laughs> Type in your and birthday. lie. <laughs> like we all did when we were 12. Happy birthday. And shouldn't have been looking at porno. Um, yeah. Well, how how does we go about that? How would we even... St- I don't know. I've been thinking about it for a long time. But now that they've made this move, it's like... Psh, time. It's Isn't hard. there a, an Only Sats? Yes. Sphinx there, tribe? There's an Only Sats and a Lightning Nudes. And there's a couple of different Sphinx tribes like that. And of course in Sphinx you can set a pay, pay to view message. So... But no age they're verification. Not, they're not very uh not very active, those tribes, I will say. Hmm. And um yeah, you do have to do age verification or you don't have any way to do age verification, correct? Yeah. Or any verification. It's kind of anonymous. As anonymous as you want to make it. But yes. Something needs to be done, damn it. I'll give him another one just for good taste. Yeah, I just want to host my own stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah, just be your own. No. Like, kind of like the show is value for value. And in our own little... That's the reason that we even started the Walled Garden stuff. It's because uh, some of our content was getting stolen, you know? Yes. So we want to just have, like, the ability to claim copyright and also have a paywall. So that, you know, if you have access to it and if you got it, then you are paid for it. So you can't really be like, uh-huh, I got this shit, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, pretend like you have something on us. Like, yeah, you have the shit you fucking, we sold it to you. Yep. You paid money for it. Duh. Now, why are you showing it to somebody else? That's illegal. You're violating copyright. <laughs> you know, it's just the, uh, there for, to have some sort of a legal protection. Yeah. We'll come up with something. I some like kind of control over your paywall. content, you know. You know, it's like, you just pay to get, verify and get through the paywall. And then all the content in there is value for value. Right. Yeah, I like that idea. I don't know. There's certain discords that I've seen that kind of have a verification process and do some similar thinking things like that. Um, Yeah, it'd be tough to really come up with a great way to do it, though. That's what I would like is a great way. Like its own membership site or something, you know. And have the ability to have where it's not just our shit, you know. Other people could do it. Other people could make their own little room or whatever. Yep. And set it value. up however they want, you know, whether it's value for value or this for this or that for that. Just a place you have control over it all. Something to think about. Yep. <laughs> but I'm too retarded to come up with it myself. That's for sure. Same. That's for sure. But the demands out there, I saw some people who like replied and they were like, oh, I'm interested in a product like this, but not in making it. <laughs> also. Yeah. Uh, even the guys that are more skilled in coding are kind of saying like, I'm too afraid to touch something like that. That's like that, uh, you know, you're working with payment processors and privacy and people's fucking nudes and just a lot of hot potatoes, you know? Yeah. That people are going to try and steal and break. And you're making a product, people are just going to completely try to break and exploit constantly. Challenge. Challenging. Yep. It sure is. Ugh. There was a gross challenge broken this week for the Guinness World Records. No. A Mumbai hospital teamed up with an insurance company 
to administer the most COVID jabs in oh one week. God. They got over 30,000 people poked. Yeah. And in two weeks, they jabbed 50,000 people. That's a lot, man. That's a smashing of the record there. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the previous record was, um, but grossed me out. You know, saw the 24,000 number for the kids in Australia, and uh, that was alarming. But here you got 30,000 people. So, oh well. Jeez. Stacking up. Now, a roller coaster in Japan that claimed to be the fastest accelerating one was shut down after four riders suffered broken bones in an eight-month period. These ones are rough tonight, man. (laughs) Just getting pounded. Right in the gutter. Damn. (laughs) What's happening? What is going on? I, I need to check my shoes. Hold on. Yeah, seriously. Get out the powder. (laughs) Um, A study out of Australia found that the highly venomous sea snakes aren't aggressive, just horny. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why they attack people. I can relate. Give me some sugar. (laughs) Not aggressive, I'm just horny. (laughs) That's a great line, man. (laughs) That is a great line. Oh, well, in that case. Go on. Bite me. (laughs) Sink your teeth into this fleshy uh, morsel. Ah, now I'm going to die because you're so venomous. (laughs) No good. Not like that. No good. (sighs) Okay, Uh. let's see what this next roll is going on. Uh, Six-year-old girl in China had to have a cockroach removed from her ear after it crawled inside during her afternoon nap. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Heebie-jeebies all over again. Ugh. What's, Imagine I, that. What's worse, getting uh, shocked or having a baby cockroach crawl down your inner ear? What's worse? Yeah, what I would say the cockroach in my ear. I think so too, man. I think yeah. I'd take the shock because you know that there's an other side of the shock, you know? <laughs> yeah. You don't know that that cockroach is coming out of there. No, no. Oh. What if it had babies in there? Ooh, I don't know. No, 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 no. No, yeah, I really don't like that story. I really don't like that one. So moving along. Uh, <laughs> after three nights alone lost in a Russian forest, an almost two-year-old, 22 months, uh, was found by rescuers and said, I'm a princess. Repeatedly. Yes? Nice. Two-year-old checks out. Yep. <laughs> she was fine. No, who she is. She's and, a princess. Uh, yeah. yeah, it seems like, uh, you know, my, my four-year-old might have even said that to someone who rescued him. Probably. I'm a princess. Or just go, la, la. <laughs> do that weird thing where she tilts her head around, because she likes to do that to oh, people yeah. too and freak them out. Then she'll be like, why didn't they talk to me? Why did they start <laughs> running away from me? I'm like, maybe because instead of saying, like, hi, my name is... You looked at someone, pulled on your pigtails, and said, la, la. <laughs> just, just a guess. Freaking weirdos, man. Kids are weird. Mm, they're awesome. That's what makes them entertaining <laughs> and funny. You never know what's going to uh, come out of their mouth. It's always a wild card. <laughs> they, the kids are wild cards, for sure. Also a wild card, a 13-year-old in Missouri. She got kicked off of her volleyball team because she took uh, some videos of her binge drinking and posted them on Snapchat. So, yeah, I got kicked off this volleyball team 
at her public school, and her mom decided to go to court with it. She filed an injunction, and uh, turns out a binge-drinking 13-year-old is not protected by the First Amendment. Oh, no. Yes, those videos are not protected, so she is not welcome back to her volleyball team. Well, that's uh, that's team sports, kid. You can't, uh, can't do the silly shit. It's being a kid, kid. Don't post yeah, do the incriminating evidence. Definitely don't anyone. post don't it. Post don't post evidence. it. Yeah. No phones at the parties, man. Oh. People are ugh, fucking kids, man. Yeah. Don't post the party stuff. Duh. Just don't. Learn it early. She'll never make that mistake again. Just think of every time you post anything to the internet, you literally might as well text it to your parents and your coach and your principal and your pastor. All at the same time. You might as well just include them on the text or the Snapchat or whatever. Speed things up. It's the same thing. It's going to happen either way. It's true. An 8th grade civics class from North Andover, Massachusetts has inspired Senator Diana DiZoglio to introduce legislation exonerating Elizabeth Johnson Jr., condemned in 1693 at the height of the Salem witch trials, but never executed. Well, it's about damn time. Right? If the measure is approved, she'll be the last accused witch to be cleared. And all it took was an eighth grade class. (laughs) Now they're just going to let witches keep getting away with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be that guy crushed under stones during that whole thing. No, that's Uh, lame, dude. That's a lame way to go. Lame way to go. Lame way to go. Guys were real jerks, I tell you. Yeah. They all had sticks up their asses. (laughs) And if you pulled that stick out even a little bit, to hell with you, they thought. Yeah. No, thank you. That's why I came out to the show me state. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get the hell away from there, man. (laughs) Yeah, no joke. (laughs) That bad energy, man, just soaked into the land. No. It's a beautiful place, New England. I have to visit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to visit. I'm looking forward to it, though. It's fun showing the kids off, seeing the ocean again. Uh, what I probably won't be seeing, though, is Persephone, the first robot tour guide in the Alastrati Cave in Greece, who just so happens to speak 33 languages. Oh. And she can interact on a basic level in three of those languages, but she can only answer 33 questions. Oh, my God. And only in Greek. Okay. She's speaking Greek to me. I'm not going to go... <laughs> I don't have any place to travel there to see her. But. Uh, and then finally, did you get my clip? I bet I, I did. I oh, you got clip. it. You got I'll your clip. I'll play it. I'll play it. Look at you. Look at me. turns around, I'll get a better shot. A stubby tail, bright eyes. Yeah, sure, it's funny. A bit of tilt. It's wonderful. With the wind and tide. Who would expect to see a duck in the middle of the water here yet? It really works. Over the past few days, people by car, by bridge, and by raft have come to see the mysterious visitor making a splash in the middle of Belfast Harbor. An enormous yellow rubber duck with the word joy on it. The duck appeared in the harbor on Saturday, and nobody we talked to seems to know why it's here. Even the harbor master. She told us it just popped up, has been floating in that general area on an anchor since. <laughs> what the duck? Whatever its message, purpose, and opinion on whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich, the funny fowl has a magnetic way of pulling cell phones out of pockets 
for pictures. It's sort of a grateful emotion that somebody has done something That's a right. little unusual to make something just a little more interesting. Whatever the big, big bird's meaning, visitors and locals hope it's billed to stay a bit longer. Oh. Whoever did it has a wonderful sense of whimsy. There have to be people <laughs> around here who aren't going to like it, but I hope it doesn't go away. Maine may be known for its puffins, other much smaller avian creatures, its seaside cities. The duck perhaps is proof. Belfast is all it's quacked up to be. Oh, stop. <laughs> okay, this is for all of the puns right there. Don't They're do so it. They're so cringe. I had to leave them in. Don't do it. <laughs> That's great, though. What the duck? What the duck indeed. Nice little big old rubber duck, says Joy, popping we, up. And we definitely definitively solved the, the hot duck being a bread taco, though. Oh, yes. Eons ago. So the duck can get it straight. A hot dog is not a sandwich because it's a bread taco. Cotton dry. Yep. Case closed. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Oh, that's the lanes. That's the lanes. We did have a, a voicemail slip in. Ooh. There's another hit. Small draw. <laughs> I'm just going to start giving a lot of cum salutes. <laughs> I might as well open my own OnlyFans yeah. and just plaster a bunch of cum salutes. <laughs> 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 oh, I hope it takes. Adios. <laughs> I'm going to come. You can't get on it, man. You only got a month left. Be able to pull it off because it takes like a week to get verified too. So oh, you'll burn that. You'll process. burn the extra week. But yeah. I bet you could drum up some come salute support in the month of uh, September. Woo! That's High a energy. One hundred. That's right. What a way to go out. Entering the triple digits. Woo! That's something else, man. So what's that all about? Were you shocked? I was shocked. <laughs> the whole thing's been shocking. It's a shocking journey. News, it's new stuff every week. I love it. Oh, man. You love it. I love it. You'd love it. If you tried it, you'd love it. You'd love it. And I'm still shocked at all the value we're receiving, we're giving, receiving back. It's awesome. That's we right. love you guys. Wouldn't be here without you. The Lo producers, the bowlers. Love definitely is lit, man. Boobs was right in so many ways. Boobs was right. Boobs was right. What's well, been lit? We love you all. Don't stay safe. Stay dangerous, babies. Go out and get after it. Have fun. We'll be here next week and every damn token Tuesday. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean with the baby wolf cub now asleep on my lap. And until next time, may your bowls burn ever brighter. It's just me and my ganja. Sparking up a J. Spark one up. We spark one up. Wow, I am really high. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. I don't know. I haven't done a lot of different drugs. Wikipedia says weed is still illegal. I burned the right to smoke weed. You need to grow up and get high, my nigga. You make weed look so uncool. Streaming value for value. 
and weed is an excellent combination. The bowl after bowl guys are pushing the value for value so hard. You're smoking marijuana? Ah. So we dedicate uh, these next hundred thrusts to the hundreds bowl after bowl and to whatever OnlyFans predecessor will be. Value for value. continues. <laughs> <sighs> 